and everything. Everything. Love it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With you have to tell me what your family's thing is. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you the color, everything. You be on my family's side. Yeah. You wear the full um agbada, the head, the um, it's called feel out the cap. Yeah. Everything. I I want whatever the chief wears as well. That. Yeah, yeah. We we'll get you. We can get you a cane. See. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. Hey, morning, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> morning, beautiful people. It is Tuesday, the fifteenth of November. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform. And home of popular culture as decided by the culture. And as always, you know, you're hosted by the best in the world. That's right. Want to introduce yourself? I am your favorite, favorite shade queen, Martin Royalty. And I am Big Moss from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation. Pum pum father. All of them things there. You haven't had to say that in a while because Brent's been reminding the people. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, the father of whom your homes. So it's lit. It's lit. You all right? I'm good. I'm all right. I'm good. Thank you. All right, cool. How are Just, you? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. I thought I was going to be earlier today because yeah. I've been up from good time. I don't know why I do this. What is it? Is it that you leave late? What is it? Talk me through your morning. So is it you get out of bed late? You know what it is? I get up early, yeah? Yeah. Because then I think the earlier I get up, the more time I got to relax in bed. Okay. So you wake up early. You don't get up. There you go. Yeah. So you wake up early. Yeah. And it gives you more time to kind of... Settle in the day. I believe in that. Yeah. Trying to just uh, understand this is life. This is what my commitments are for today. All right, then. Just to, yeah, just to get you know get used to it. Okay. And so, then, but then the problem there is one thing leads to another. What could it lead to in bed? Huh? Just where do you like, get led to? Just sleeping thing. <laughs> just like, you fall back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you fall. So you wake up early. To give you enough time in bed. To relax. But you fall back asleep. And I relax. Sometimes I relax so much, yeah. <laughs> that I fall back asleep and I wake up and I'm like, shit. <laughs> hell? Okay. Where's the time gone? So do you know wake what it is up, then? Brr, brr. We need to then cut your relaxation time. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Because I work good under pressure. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, if I woke yeah. up with like, I don't know, 15 minutes after I leave the house, I'll crack it. Yeah, like, yeah, boom. Okay, yeah, yeah. You get yeah. me? That run up, that couple hours. But I can see you though. Like, in my mind, the way you are in the morning is that you're dancing about the place, you're singing about the house. You know what? Sometimes... I can see that for you. Sometimes that's my energy. That it's a whole karaoke session going on I think I need morning. to. I think I need to implement that into every morning. And then and then I'll be better. Yeah. Something happened there. So you got to change the battery. Are they seeing us? Hmm? Did that happen on the thing? Or was that just hitting her? No. Huh? Everywhere. That happened everywhere? God damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> but this is the joy of the TDA, man. They get to see everything behind the... We're the realest. We're actually the realest, you know. 100%. We are the realest there is about. So it is what it is. What more could you want in the morning time? What, honestly, who better to start your day with? A lie? No bias or anything, but you know. You know, you got that soothing voice in the morning. You just want to... You love a soothing voice in the morning. <laughs> Girls love it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Before we get into our show, we still have a special announcement. Remember, I told you yesterday, and I'm going to remind you every morning that our friends over at Black Seed VC, they got something for the entire community to get in, to get behind. So Black Seed is launching their annual startup weekend on the 8th of November, and they'll be giving away 10,000 English pounds to an existing business or startup with the best pitch. Um, they'll be pitching workshops all weekend to help them get ready. Um, our serial entrepreneur and life coach and just all around amazing woman, Danielle Dodu. Always. 
She'll be one of the panelists, so we're really looking forward to that weekend. Obviously, get over to Instagram and hit up Blackseed VC at Blackseed VC. The link's in their bio. There's a lot of information on there for you to go and take in and digest, and hopefully we'll see you on the weekend. £10,000 in a cost of living crisis is a a a great gift. It's a good gift. That's an amazing gift. So, yeah, guys. And I don't want to... I don't know whether they're watching, but once they give you the 10 grand, you can do what you want with it. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cut the oh, cameras. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Erase that bit out of your mind. But I'm telling you, get involved. I'm telling you. Then you're watching that. You can't get the fucking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ignore One that. Jam. Ignore that bit, but get involved, man. <laughs> But it's lit. Yeah, no, it's that's proper lit. That's a good, that's an amazing thing. It's an opportunity there. And if you watch um Dragon's Den or the Shark Tank or even Apprentice, then you should be good at this. Yeah. Pitching. Exactly. There you go. That's sick, man. So yeah, man, make the right moves, man. Go over to Black Seed VC and hit them up. But um, yeah, let's get into our headlines. Let's for the do day. it. under pressure you know sometimes what you reckon that is to press the right button well he's been pressing the wrong buttons quite a bit <laughs> no, recently saying. if we're so gonna be honest because you know sometimes yeah the silence in the room is thick <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh okay what's it gonna do we love you brent i hope you know that for nah. the most part you never get it wrong though yeah yeah i don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever a slip it's because something else is happening when it is it's not supposed to be happening yeah, well, you know, on here, on this show, we're all here to keep each other humble, so... Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. Balance. I, I just know what's happening in front of me, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all don't know what's we happening. We don't, and we don't care, no. Yeah, I don't, we're just going to make it. up our own narrative. This and run is it. it, and this is what entertainment is all about. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. Well, let me tell you to my thought process <laughs> when I was going to read this headline. I was going to say Biden and 11 meet, yeah? And then... No, 11. <laughs> then... No, 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 no. You're not breathing past that. <laughs> no, no, breathing past that. I'm not going to allow that. I will literally twitch in my sleep if I let that go. Basically, yeah. It's Roman numerals. <laughs> Sorry? Ain't that Roman numerals? Yeah. No. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but... a Chinese name. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's why I stopped myself. I'm, t- I'm talking through the thought process. I was, I was going to say it, and then I said, oh, no, that... That, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> so then... That I is supposed to be a capital I, though. Okay, cool. So then I was like... It's G. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sounds about right. Then I was like, okay, cool. So I, I scanned it a bit. I, I wish it. you said China, um, Biden meets 11. <laughs> I really <laughs> wish you did. <laughs> that would have been lit. I scanned it a bit. I saw it said Chinese president. I said, yes, it's yeah. G. Mm-hmm. G. Yeah, so you got I, this. So I never said it. I'm glad you didn't, but you still said it technically, so I'm going to run with that. You will never <laughs> leave that down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our first headline is Biden and Xi meet. So US President Joe Biden has promised there will be no new Cold War with China following a conciliatory meeting with the Chinese President Xi Jinping. Well, he also said he did not believe China would invade Taiwan. It was the first meeting between the two superpower leaders since Biden took office. The pair met in Bali a day before the G20 leaders summit on the Indonesian island. In a three-hour meeting held at the luxury hotel shortly after Mr. Xi's arrival, the leaders discussed a wide range of topics, including Taiwan. Claimed by Beijing, the self-governed island counts the US as an ally and has always been a thorny issue in US-China relations. 
Tensions spiked in August when the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. China responded with a large-scale military exercise around the island, prompting fears of a possible conflict between US and China. A readout to Chinese state media on Monday said Mr Xi had stressed that Taiwan remained the core of China's core interests and the first red line in US-China relations that cannot be crossed. In recent weeks, US officials have warned that China may escalate plans to invade Taiwan. Reporters on Monday asked Mr Biden if he believed this, is, this to be true and if he thought a new Cold War was brewing. He said, I absolutely believe there need not to be a new Cold War. I have met many times with Xi Jinping and we were candid and clear with one another across the board. I do not think there is any imminent attempt on the part of, a China, of China to invade Taiwan. I made it clear we want to see cross-strait issues to be peacefully resolved and so it never has to come to that. And I'm convinced that he understood that I was saying what I was saying. I understood what he was saying. Mr. Biden said the two leaders had agreed to set up a mechanism where there would be dialogues at key levels of government to resolve issues. And he added that he made it clear to Mr. Jing that our policy on Taiwan has not changed at all. It's the same exact position that we have had. And there we are. I wonder if like presidents have trust issues. I think they should. Oh, they don't trust each other. Because you can't. Yeah. Like you're telling me there's not going to be war. Yeah, right. Especially the big ones. Like the, yeah. little, the little ones. Nah, I think the little right. ones kind of have to trust the big ones because they want them yeah. to help them. They have to. But the big ones, once they think they, there's no trust nah. there at all. I'm sure at some point Putin also said there was there'll be no war. And here we are. That's why there's always cold war. They're, because they're basically ops. Yeah, they are, exactly. Yeah, they're basically ops. They're just not. So all that photo it. stuff they do don't count for nothing. Well, smokes and mirrors, man. That's right. Can't trust these people. Not at all. All right, cool. Let's get Let's get into our second headline. Sorry. So Britain's stock market is no longer Europe's most valued. Oh, wow. Yikes. Yikes. Footsie, not bad. Britain's stock market has has lost its position as Europe's most, most valued as the economic downturn weighs on UK companies. France has, France has taken the top spot as the combined value of its company's shares have been boosted by currency movements and demand for French luxury goods. It is the first time Paris has overtaken London since records began in 2003, according to data from Bloomsburg. The UK is expected to fall into recession this year as inflation rises. The combined value of British shares is now at around 2.821 trillion. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money. Or 2.3 trillion pounds. While France's is worth around 2.8 trillion. It's the same shit. It's just, it's just two less. What, 2,000 to 2 million? Well, they're saying Britain's is 2.821 and France's is 2.823. Yeah. So we're, we're, split, we're splitting hairs here. Yeah, basically. Mm, it's not that much of a big deal, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Shares in the UK's medium-sized companies have been doing particularly badly as consumers rein in their spending and businesses struggle with higher costs. London's FTSE um, 250 share index, which is made up of medium-sized companies, has slumped by about 17% in the last 12 months. One of the biggest fallers have been pub chain Mitchells and Butlers, which has lost over 37% of its share value in the past year. Meanwhile, gambling company 888 has fallen 70% and retailer Marks and Spencers is down 40%. UK firms have also been hit by a slump in the pound since Liz Trust mini budget, which has made it more expensive to import goods and raw materials. Mm. 
By contrast, currency movements have worked in favour of the French companies. France's stock market has also been boosted by its luxury goods makers, which have seen a bounce back in demand from China. You know the Chinese love luxury goods? Yeah, so they know what they're doing, boy. Yeah. I thought like they're going to be the leading world economy. Then If they aren't already, actually. I don't know. We need our economics. We need our economics here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top. Yeah, man. It's Everybody owns the money. <laughs> Told you about Nigeria. Got <laughs> them so much money. They're out here setting up shop in Nigeria, mate. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate to see it. Oh, that's the end of our first round of headlines as well, people. Let's get into um, what you're saying, the topic of the day. Let's do it. <clears throat> I feel like there was incidents in the news in the beginning of the year yeah. where we had this kind of conversation. Yeah, it was the book. Remember that storybook that was very, um, very vivid. Graphic. Very graphic, that's it. Tom Bao, he puts it in her... It comes ass. out, it sprays out. Nasty <laughs> shit. <laughs> it, was, it was porn. It was, it was, it was literal porn. <laughs> like for the kids, though, isn't it? Like, what about he sprays it about? Are you sick? <laughs> I mean, as an adult, I don't want to know that. Yeah, that was that was horrible, man. I wonder if anyone made their kids. If you anyone who allowed their kids to read that, please let me know. Surely you would read it to them. Yeah, that's so awkward. Oh, God. Damn. So, our topic of the day is, should sex education be taught in school? How did he get here? What brought this on? Now, what is the thought process? Sometimes you need to get a man on the phone, so we can understand how we, hmm. how we arrived at this. Hmm. Uh, okay. Because I feel like, I feel like we've done this. Yeah, but we did it in relation to the book. I don't think we talked about it in a general sense. Okay, then well, it was more about the book and whether the book should kind of like be in schools, kind of vibe. Okay, then more generally speaking, yeah, whose responsibility should it should, should it be really to um, sex sexually educate your children? I think the parents. I think so. Basically, how I'm going to run my family, right? I want obviously the school is going to teach like the biology side of things and blah blah, but I'm going to teach my children about not teach them as in like giving them lessons, but just do sex education in the home. And I think that way I can be a lot more honest with them about stuff. And also, cause I think with sex educa education as well, a lot of young kids, that's how you kind of know your body and know like about puberty and all that kind of stuff. And I think with that, when schools teach you that, there isn't a confidence lesson that goes into that. Do you get what I mean? bullshit because I went through them sex education lessons and my school didn't teach me about nothing. I'm not saying- Really? They, well, I'm not saying they didn't try. Yeah. I'm not saying they never relayed the information to me. Yeah. But I'm saying I don't remember like absorbing it like that. Like anything that I know about life is just what you know from life. Just through yeah, I think life. that's dangerous. I don't want my kids to learn about sex from life. I want to be the one to teach them. Like, like the stuff you, like you hear stories. You grow up around teenagers, and like you see like the older ones, and you like you know the things that's gonna happen to you. Like your voice is gonna break. You're gonna get acne and stuff yeah. like that. You're gonna get a growing spur and these kind of things. Like these are things that you just know <laughs> from life, if that makes sense. I don't, yeah. I'm not saying they didn't teach me it because obviously they would have. I've gone to sex education before. Yeah. But I'm saying I don't remember it being like some poignant thing and these, these lessons that I took from them. And I didn't give a shit about none of that. I actually remember, you know, that's so weird. I remember everything, the classroom, everything. Okay. Did you go to a mixed school? Yeah. See, and I think when you're saying like doing it at home, I think that would, I hear you, but you might not necessarily always get the chance to. I think if they go to a mixed school, yeah. so when they're going into school, going through adolescence, all that, testosterone and pheromones yeah, you know and what these is things. It? I think they need, not policing like that, but I think some someone needs to 
try to get a grip of things quickly. No? Which, so don't you think that that's at home then? Because the school won't. They're yeah, going you, through the curriculum. Yeah, but you might, you might, you might not miss it when they start. When they start secondary school, they're like twelve. You might not think yeah. they need to have the, the the chat until they're like thirteen or fourteen. Oh no, I'm but gonna by start that time, they would have been in school for three years. It's fucking. No, I'm gonna. Okay, not my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they're in school. Fucking. Uh. Uh-uh. Not in my household. No, no, no. But I'm gonna start with like because I think with sex, sex education, we automatically always think about just like the sex part of it. Okay. I think there's a lot more to it so i'm gonna start from young in terms of like letting my children know about like body parts understanding their body parts understanding that like not to take it left but this is the reality of the world we live in but like this is your body no one should touch your body no one should no one should have access to this Mm. unless you give them access and i think stuff like that starts from like when they're really really young like i do like i've read stuff where um it's even it's even said that you shouldn't give like private parts nicknames to your kids because that kind of downplays it for them. So say in the case of like abuse, for example, that all that nickname stuff and like, oh, that's just your your mini and your wee wee and stuff like that. You should call it what it really is. Do you know what I mean that helps them? So I'm gonna start from when they're very, very young. I'm not teaching them how to hump and whatever, but just from when they're very, very young. And I think because I wanna because I with puberty, puberty was a lot for me. And honestly, it was ridiculous. So, like, I want to literally be present in my children's lives to under, for them to understand everything that comes with it. The mood swings, the not feeling very body confident, all that stuff. I think there's there's just so much to it beyond having sex. I hear that. I think I went through so much as a teenager, yeah, that, yeah. like, I didn't really take all these things in. Mm. Because people always talk about these, like you're saying, like, puberty. Like, they always yeah. think, like, these are, like, points in people's lives. And for me, they would, they just... It's life. Yeah, they're just things that just happen. Like, there's not like yeah. something that you can speak to, or, or I don't remember particularly what I don't remember what age I was when my voice Jeez. broke. If I was going through bad acne, yeah. which I probably did, I would have. I could imagine like, all the stuff like the growing pains, all them things, are just stuff that I like. Like they're not even important to me. Like I don't, I, think, think, I just about. I don't even think I remember them like that. If that makes sense. I think it might be a different. I think I'm wondering if whether it's a different experience for men and women. I'm sorry, Brent. I know you're doing a lot, but I'm interested. Do you remember all of that stuff? Um, as in what they taught in no isn't in like, like your personal experience like she said that like puberty, puberty was yeah. a lot for her like do you remember your personal experience in puberty like the emotions you might be feeling at the time or the things you was going through or just was it was it like a thing for you I, I'm a bit different you can let me know like what are the stages of puberty like what am I supposed to so like your happen? voice breaks my voice my voice hasn't broken you have a <laughs> okay <laughs> um, wet, your first wet dream oh do you remember your first wet dream no do you remember your first Penis erection. Sorry. Hmm? Go on. Do you remember your first bedroom? Um, me? Probably. I can remember the one that I remember. I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was the first one, but I remember I don't one. Know if it's the no, first. That was a good one. I don't remember if that was the first one, but that was, that was okay. a good one. Do you remember when like your when you got around your first arousal? No. Not like first time. Do you remember when you first look at gun and I thought, oh, I could a bit of I could probably I could I could probably remember being around the family and sex scenes coming on the TV and being awkward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, And being like, oh, my God, I don't know if I should be watching this, but I want to watch this shit. And you're like, cover your eyes, but you're like, kind of peeping through. <laughs> How old were you then? That would be, I could, feeling like that, I'd be young, like, 10, mm. 9, 10, mm. maybe. Yeah, I could picture things like that. 
Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's in year five. Yeah, 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 yeah five, five, yeah. yeah five, six, I'm five. thinking maybe it's a different experience for men and women because I think with because with girls, like so your breasts start growing, and um, it's like I think I was one of the first girls in my year to actually start growing breasts. I remember I actually kind of got some girl tried to bully me for it because because her, her, her little boyfriend liked me, but it was a whole thing. But yes, yeah, so I remember like I remember that. I remember obviously I remember when I started my period as well. But with that as well, it's like came like a lot of pain, okay. and with girls as well, it's like we have like stupid mood swings like i'm already god created me emotion already imagine when like it's around that time for me i could cry you say the word cry i'm crying do you get me like i literally could cry at the dumbest thing so all of that stuff i want to be able to explain why that's happening because it was just very confusing for me because one day i'll be very very angry literally just fuming at the world and then the next day i'll be all emotional not understand why i'm crying and then do you get me so i feel like even as an adult there's a lot i'm learning about my body as an adult, as in in this age, mm. as in this year, at the age of 27. Do you know what I I don't <clears> think that it's really, I think you learn the biology in school, but I don't think that the life part of it is really, really taught to, and I'm going off just my experiences, the life part of it wasn't it wasn't taught to me. When you start a period, in a, I don't know if other cultures do this, but in an African culture, it's like, oh, you start your period, you're a woman now, don't have sex with guys or you get pregnant. Mm. That's it. That's, that's, the, that's the sex education you get. I would. I don't remember my birds and the bees conversation. I know what my mum's like, mm-hmm. so I know she would have like re- reiterated yeah. certain things like if you're gonna do things, so if you're sexually active, use condoms. And yeah. stuff like that. I know she. I know she would have said it. I don't. I just don't remember. Does no. I don't. I don't know why I'm like this. I, like, yeah. Everything's just like. Uh. So even with that, like a lot of um, conversation, and again, I can only speak from an African background. I don't know if other cultures go through this, but with an African background, it's more like don't have sex. That's it. That's that's this at the beginning and the end of it. So when then people then this is why I said I don't want my children to learn from outside because people don't understand contraception. They don't understand condoms. They don't understand pregnancy. They don't understand abortions. You get what I mean? Like it's like you figure it out as you go along. And when you're already trying to figure out your body, and then you're having to figure these things out, it's it's just it's just overwhelming. So I think a lot of parents don't have the real conversation with their kids that some of your kids are not going to wait to marriage, and that's just the honest truth. So. If they don't wait to marriage, you need to have a conversation with them of what to do so that they don't, you know, get what it is that they don't want. They don't. There's no conversation about STIs. I'm more scared, even now I'm having to unlearn so much, I'm more scared of getting pregnant than an STI. Sounds mad. I was even saying to someone the other day, who was I saying to? I can't remember who it was. And I was saying, even when I'm married and I have and I get pregnant, I'm still going to feel like it's a teenage pregnancy. Because that's, <laughs> that, I could be 35, I don't know, whatever age I'm going to be. But it's because that's literally been drilled into African girls' heads of don't get pregnant. This is this, this and do you get what I mean? Where there's no healthy, there's no actual conversation about health. of what sex really is. Yeah, I think um, when people think about contraception and yeah. condoms or going on the pill and all that, first and foremost, it is like for stopping pro- procreation, isn't it? Yeah. I think like the sexual health thing's like a like an afterthought. Yeah, definitely. Because even with contraception, people don't know. It. So a lot of it is very unhealthy. Like, very unhealthy. Like, oh, well, it does things to your hormones and stuff like this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but even, like, growths within you, like cancers and stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah. I know someone personally who did not... Um, It was really, really bad on her. And, like, the things that she went through because of con- being on contraception. But that's the thing, because people don't even understand there's different types. So they can find one that suits... That is, do you know what I mean? That works for you kind of thing. I'm not about to go into one section and out here just... 
being big. It's hard out here for a pimp, man. You just go through it because I was yeah. in my mind. I'm saying like, I feel that's where I see people talking stuff like this. Say like, if there was like a male pill or a male injection, yeah, would you take it? And yeah. I see enough men saying, yeah, boy, I'll take that. And I'm in my mind, I said, no. But the thing is, it's healthier for the men. <laughs> men have kind of well, I, I don't know if this is facts, so don't don't fight me. But I feel like men have less to lose if they were on contraception than women do. Because some women even affects their fertility, like... This is what I'm worried... That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm not worried about mm. if it's going to make me put on weight and all that shit. Like, I don't care about that. But I'm saying, mm. you could think I'm going to take something, yeah, that's going to mess up my sperm and make my sperm stop working. And then I'm just supposed to trust that when I stop taking it, it's just going to yeah. come back and just work again. No, 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 no. I'm not playing these yeah. games. I'm not risking... Not these boys. You know what I'm trying to say? Not like, my soldiers. Yeah, not my soldiers. I wouldn't risk them. So I wouldn't even take it. Yeah. Like, my thing's got to be definitive. I'd rather just get the snip or something. Mm. Do you think that's um, the type of information that is given to children these days needs to be different than how it was in our day because of the amount of information that they can actually consume on social media? Yeah, yeah. 100%. I agree with that. 100% you got to look at it because everything's sexualized. And a lot of these kids, a lot of these kids are sexualized now and a lot yeah. of these kids are from young doing things that like like obviously it's changed. You've got to, you've got to, like the way they live the way they live life online, yeah, the things yeah. that they do with their phone, like when like nudes and that weren't really a thing. weren't a thing when I was growing up in school. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I remember like when oh I remember like oh I remember one girl in my school when her nudes got leaked. Like back then it's a whole thing. I mean now the girls are shaking their head. Like you see when you go online it's just it's a new yeah. on Instagram. But like, I remember back then how it was such a big thing and like she had to stop coming to school because everyone was talking about it. And literally everyone's phones was pinging. It literally was a scene out of Mean Girls. It was ridiculous. Yeah, see, that, you would have to deal with that. I couldn't imagine what that would be like. That would be wild me being in school during when yeah. things like that are flowing about. I couldn't even imagine growing up in that day and age. Yeah. I grew up in a worse age when like, even though there weren't, like people's like real life shit would get out and they'll be you'll be finished. Mm. Like if there's one girl that you know and she's gave head, oh my God, she might as well mm. be... She's a Jezebel boy. She must be Mary Magdalene, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, she is... Mary Magdalene keeps making appearances. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, in my, back in the day when we was young, you find out a girl gave head. No, no, no. It was, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like your halot. She's cooked. Yeah. Like, yes. To be honest, even, even my day as well, I feel like it's only now it's like being acceptable. Even then, like, I feel like, even when I think of like sex and stuff, like I'm quite conservative. Like I'm very shy because I'm... In my mind, said it's not something that you really should be doing. Be talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even like on on my pod here, sometimes the queen and I wouldn't have certain conversations, and like we're shy, and it's just like it's because of how literally we've been raised that you don't. It's kind of like sex is like a taboo that you don't talk about it kind of thing. Mm. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, no, but I think you're supposed to be raised that because people that want to talk too freely about sex or like too when it's too graphic and thing, I don't like that. But do you know what I think you have to meet in the middle. It's about, Jimmy. You know I mean? it's, it's like a, because I think I was too sheltered and too like, don't talk about it. And then obviously you've got the other extreme of people just literally, you don't, you say good morning, they're like, oh, well, I like my pussy fucked. It's like, okay, ma'am. <laughs> wow. Good morning to you. Do you get what I mean? Like, there's different extremes. So we need to find a good balance right in the middle. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot, man. That's a good morning. <laughs> I like my pussy fucked. Don't you ever go on Twitter sometimes? And it's like 7 a.m. And I'm like, you can talk to me at 7 a.m. <laughs> I'll be tweeting fucker in the morning. This is it. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> yeah, it's a quote. It's a quote. That's generally to know that. I started my sentence. <laughs> then I clocked. It's only me and you. <laughs> then I said. But I had to just go with it. There was no point. I just had to. Yeah. But no. People sometimes I go. Then I'm like. You're doing this in the morning. And I'm like. I'm like it's early, you know. It's not even midday. That's like, when some of us are the hungriest in the morning. 
finished for Clearly. starving. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah. <laughs> Wait, we just went off into our own yeah, conversation. Let's see if we touched any of these points. <laughs> <laughs> Is if we touch any of these points that you had for us. That's... So I guess it's more about responsibility then. Who should it fall on? Do you want, actually? Do you want the school teaching your kids about sex, or would you be having a conversation with them? I think yeah. I think they should do it all. I the school think, should do it all. Yeah, but I think parents should do it all too. Okay, yeah. Like, I think you should double down on everything, like. If that makes sense. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, if you've, um, obviously you should try your hand at it. Obviously, like if you don't know fucking physics and thing like that, then you can't do anything. Yeah. But I think you should double down on everything. Like top up the information that the kids are getting in school. Mm. So extracurriculum shit. So it's not just sex education. Let them do the sex education, but I'm gonna yeah. do my own sex education. Yeah. But same with everything: English, maths, yeah. science, history. I think we should be installing. Because yeah. that curriculum, curriculums, whatever that is, is, is bollocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know, just from the history of the world, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. when my son's in school, he's going to be learning the same, the curriculum's going to be the same yeah. as it was when my mum was in school. Yeah. But you know what is? <laughs> <It's> what... <laughs> learning the same shit. <laughs> but you know what is as well? Like, even with like relationships, because when you think about it, like sex education, relationships come comes under that as well. Like kids don't you don't learn about relationships in school. I think now it's is different because obviously they're teaching kids about are too LGBTQIA. quick to. I, was, I remember the old school when they like was trying to stop kids from being in relationships. Yeah, right? and I preferred that. I think kids want to be boyfriend girlfriend from too young yeah. and commit to to each other and be doing all this foolishness, this puppy love for, 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 from nah, from I too young. The, I saw the funniest video on Instagram yesterday. Yeah, I, it was the funniest thing ever. Is this little boy? Yeah, and he's talking about like telling his mum how he's done with his girl called Bianca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hurt him. I see is, that. But you know that. Do you know who Bianca is? No. It's his mum's brother's girlfriend. It's a grown woman. What? <laughs> I thought Bianca was like a little girl from like his from primary his school. school. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, it's a grown ass woman. I said, I'm done with her. I'm serious. I'm done with her. Like, and for me, it was like, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's the pretty girls. <laughs> I said, yeah, you're done. It's his mum's brother's sister, um, girlfriend. What did she do to him? She's got a boyfriend. <laughs> and her boyfriend is your uncle. Like, but I think she's just friendly with him. But I feel like he he wants more. So he's just like, she's not doing what she needs. And he's like, I'm moving on to better, big and better things. I mean, you're six. Yeah, don't be trying to friend me up. What are you talking about? I said got, I'm moving and, on to and, big and, and better and things. And you got a man. It's, it's mad because the dynamics of like um like kids and that like that's why you know like hormones and yeah. shit be affecting people from early because i've seen it before i've seen kids be attracted to adults and not know what it is if that yeah. makes sense they don't know how to handle it and like crushes and, and i told you guys i had like a crush hmm? once you sorry what i told you guys i had a crush once as well was you young though yeah like how young what about 10 okay yeah it's young yeah the person was older than me yeah they would have been i'm guessing <laughs> 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 The dynamics of that is all weird because when it's yeah. with boys, it's all funny and that. When it's with girls, it's scary. Yeah. Because I think that opens up different doors and stuff like that. Because because some men, because some man yeah, is some man is nasty. You know, yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? That so some man have got the sense to see that and I don't know, just nurture it how you need to keep your arm length or just do whatever you need to do. Some men are gonna see that and I'm like okay, yeah, it's an opening and take a, yeah and take advantage yeah, of that yeah. and be that and yeah, it's just all. It's so scary, yeah. So you got you got to educate. You, you know what it is? It's a lot that goes it's into lot, it, you know? and I think even certain conversations you need to have yourself because like these teachers come from different places, different mm-hmm. communities, different upbringings, and all like that. It's not even the same 
Like there's certain yeah. things that they're not even aware of that you gotta yeah. you gotta give all the information. And even like when I think about people like even projecting on them as well. Like one of the things I always say before I have kids, like obviously I, like I go to therapy and I'm working on myself and all that kind of stuff. But I don't ever want to be the parent who projects on my kids. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. kind of rob them of their innocence yeah, because yeah, of yeah. my experiences. So even with that, like whoever could be teaching them in school, they have their personal lives. They have stuff that they have their personal views. They have things that they're going to be harsher on that probably that the wider society wouldn't be as harsh on, if that makes sense. It's a lot, man. It's a lot that goes into it. But I do think that the kids today are exposed to way too much than they need to be very, very early. And yeah. You see when teachers are teaching the kids stuff about sex, right? Yeah? Do mm. you think it should just be about like safety and just like the biology of it or do you think they should go into stuff like pleasure and all that hmm. I think but I think with pleasure under, like I think with pleasure part of pleasure is biology so like with like women's um, clits for example it's very very sensitive mm -hmm. like your your knickers could rub against it it's like okay do you get what I mean mm -hmm. so I think part of some part of the pleasure falls into biology a bit I don't think they should be teaching them like techniques and <laughs> It's how you ride and stuff like that. I don't think no, mm -mm. but I do think I do think it should be more about biology and definitely, definitely about safety. One hundred percent about safety. I, I I believe. But I think as a, I yeah. think it should. I think it should all be about safety. No, but okay, no biology or no pleasure. No, yeah, no. Don't be talking to me about pleasure because you might <laughs> like something that. Unsavory. Eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a household of kids eating ass. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Hello. Hello, caller. Anybody Hello. home? Not y'all calling me bad signal. Oh, I can hear something. Hello. Okay, I guess not. Oh, he was half there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the pleasure one, come on, man. I think let kids know that okay. The reason why you know this might happen is because you're sensitive down there. That's it. How That's should how should they tackle consent? This is okay. So con no con means no, man. No means no, and also, I think okay. Good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning. Can you hear me? We can. Good morning. Who is speaking to, please? Oh, it's Tariq, okay. Morning, Tariq, you alright? That's messed up. I knew it was Tariq from, from I knew, but I have to... This is a professional um, place. Yeah, yeah. We have to do this. <laughs> I have to make assumptions. Yeah. Go someone yeah, Tariq one day and be like, no, I'm Stacey. It's mad. That's good, Han. Do you yeah. want to chime in on the conversation yeah. we're having? Yeah, because the chat was triggering me, man. Why? What, um, what did we do? What did Esther say? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Me. Like, I mean, no, like, I mean, like, the live chat, like, the comments. Yeah. Was it about something that we uh, said? I haven't. I'm. I'm not. I can't multitask. I'm not looking today. I can't see what's going on. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't what you guys said. Okay. Um, I feel like obviously with sex education, like it's it's a lot wider than um, just it being about like oh, here's a cucumber. Like mm. learn how to put a condom on it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And in the chat, like a lot of people were saying about like oh, they're trying to teach our kids about like gender identity or like sexual identity, like, but. And so I think somebody said, like, oh, like, it's in nurseries or primary school these days. If I'm honest with you, really? Do we believe that? A lot a lot of the things that they're teaching, like, I'm not, like, obviously, I'm not sure, like, how many people in the child, like, have kids and that. But if my kid is getting taught, like, is reading a book and there's, like, a 
um, a family dynamic in the book, like where there's like two dads instead of it being like the usual mom dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and they're, and they're reading about that, like I don't have an issue with that because I mean, have we looked around? Like society yeah. these days is completely different to what it used to be, so yeah. that's not an issue at all. But I feel like a lot of people are like they use that year to kind of like to shut down the whole um, conversation about um, talking to kids about like um sex education in terms of yeah. like safe sex in terms of like how their hormones like uh, make them feel in se- different parts of like them growing up do you know what i mean yeah I, like yeah. um yeah and, like, and what i was saying was like sex education like it's like well the word sex, sex education we kind of like just make it out that to be oh it's like what they get taught in school mm. it's not like it starts from home yeah like you know what I mean? Like my eleven-year-old son, yeah. Like no one, no one can teach him better than what I can teach him. Mm-hmm. Have you started you know teaching I mean? him already? Oh yeah, a long time ago. But like, yes. it's like you kind of have to drip feed him. Like so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my son lived in America, so it's not like it's just over the phone. I like just having conversations with him, etc. But like at the start, like it it started from like just literally. Um, talking to him about the, like the difference between when he, like when he's interacting with girls mm. in school and then when he's interacting with boys, or how like the certain things that he can say to boys and mm. they're not going to take you to heart, but some girls might take you to heart. So yeah. it starts from that mm-hmm. to then like obviously he's starting to be like, oh, like oh, I like this girl in school. Okay, then how do you speak to her? Yeah. Like, do you speak to her the right way? You know what I mean? So yeah, that's really good. You know it's about that. It's about that, like, and then, like, gradually, like, now, obviously, he's 11, like, he's, he's starting to get to, like, the age where now, obviously, like, it, in, in secondary school, like, we used to do the matter, then it, like, so, <laughs> before he gets to that, like, and for him not to know about his feelings or, like, um, how certain urges, like, how he can control them or, like, mm-hmm. how he can kind of, like, direct them a certain way, that's what you need to speak to them about it. Sex education is, like, at home, I think, like, um, not our generation, but the generation before us. Like, it's, it was such a taboo subject to yeah. speak about. Like, I don't know why we're running away from it. Like, whether we like it or not, kids will grow up. Girls, some girls will get their periods like, at the age of nine. Mm-hmm. Like, and then mm-hmm. they have no idea, like, how to deal with it. And you there's know literally what I mean? so much shame like, that comes with that. With having periods yeah, I stuff. I'm saying, like, even with periods, like, what you just said... There's so much shame attached yeah. to that. Like that's something in my adulting, I've had in my adulthood, I've had to detach that that shame from it. It's it's very wild, but these are conversations that need to be had. I just don't exactly. remember. And I just know, don't remember sex education being being a, being a thing like that in my house. You get me? Yeah. Even in my yeah, school, it started not... late. It wasn't implemented from when I was in. Yeah, year I had seven. it in secondary school. Yeah, no, I'm saying that it's something that it, I don't think I don't remember it being there from from year seven. Yeah, mine was. Like, I think mine was about year eight, year nine. Okay. Oh, is that when they 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 bring it in in that that time or something? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just don't remember. Yeah. I just think like everything I knew. Like you just you just you just learn yeah. if that makes sense. Like you just learn you just learn through living through your friends from yeah. all these experiences. Like you just go through them and just and just and yeah. just have them. I don't remember like like I said anything poignant being sitting down by my mum. Yeah. You get me. My dad definitely never. And I need shit. I need that. My, my kids need to babies. have that man. Okay. But do you know, what? you know what I don't mark though? Like, <laughs> They're making babies. My dad was making babies the whole time. He never said nothing to me about nothing. What are you saying, T? Yeah, Mark, like, it doesn't need to be like that. Oh, like, 
Um, we just had dinner, like, come, like, let me speak to you about something, come sit down, because that's just awkward, isn't it? So it's when just, you said like, come, I said, huh? But do, oh, you, no. so do you, do you, do you remember, do you remember when you had your talk from your parents? Or if you had a talk. Or if you uh, even had one. No, no, we didn't, I didn't have a talk at all. Mm. Like, um, that's, prob- that's probably one of the reasons why I had a baby such a young age. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. you know the subject about theories, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, you know the things that come from that. Imagine, like, we speak to, like, not just like the girls are about to get a period mm-hmm. imagine if we talk like the boys as well exactly like the reason why like women have periods the reason why yeah. girls will start to get periods and like the features will change and that you know like the girls will feel more comfortable yeah. i wouldn't like i've got, I've got but they do tell you that in yeah. school though when you go through sex education you have to sit through the menstrual cycle bit no but you know i remember in school Conversations about periods, guys be like, ew, ew, ew. So well, yeah, exactly. well, you, you would because well, you would, you know, but this is our reality. Bro, my brethren, we was at, I was at the pub on the weekend, yeah. My brethren's losing his mind. His 11 year old daughter started a period. He's, he, he don't know what to do. He's he, like, when he told me, I was like, oh, brother, I, 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 like, I didn't even I know. Don't know. <laughs> I was like, I, just, I know I was, as much as you do. I was because like, they was in the conversation, I got involved, yeah. and I was like, right, why, what's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, man, Ellie, Ellie just started her period. I said, boy. Alright, I just turned well. my I just turned my back and just but continue, but I ain't got nothing to say. But see, that's what we need. That's what we need to sort out because that shame of feeling yeah. like you got to hide when you're in your period. And you got to do this, like, nah, man. Yeah, yeah, like this is, and do you know how much pressure that puts on like these young girls that are literally starting their period. Like, I mean, I like I've got two younger sisters. Yeah, I remember like my younger sister. Like, just, um, I didn't even know she had a period to be honest, but. There was one day, yeah, like, um, like she came home, like she had a bag, and then her bag fell on the floor, mm-hmm. and then like there was like, um, tampons fell out, and then she was so horrified. Yes. Like, she was looking at me like, and I was thinking, no, that's not, it's normal, like, and she was just like, no, no, I didn't want you to see that, and I was thinking, yeah. but it's normal. Tariq, you know listen, I mean? only this year can I put my bag down, yeah. and if you get a glimpse of my pads or whatever, am I unco- am I not comfortable? I literally will be hiding it and doing whatever. Like it's just a whole thing. It's just ridiculous. This is yeah, pads and them thing that I always think. I come I've lived in a life from single household. My mum yeah. sent me shop for pads and things. Before. Yeah. You ever been sent shop for pads, Brent? No, sorry. See? <laughs> oh wait, wait, I've got a story. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we grew up in a ghetto. I used to my... dash them on the side like it was a chewing gum. <laughs> my mum my mum. <laughs> My mum used to send, do you do you remember um quick save? Yeah. I used to get sent a quick save to buy sanitary towels <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school, like it was a thing. Did it make you feel awkward? Um initially, yeah. Cause I was like, you know, year eight, yeah. year nine, I'm mm. getting and I'm not just one or two. I might, you know what I mean, stock but, up. Yeah, because it comes in offers and it's yeah. I might go there and buy seven, <laughs> six at a time. Look cool boy, we school bag on. Blazer going and buy sanitary towels and eggs. Sometimes I'll, I mean, throw some eggs or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this, this was a thing. I have to think, why didn't you send my sisters? Like, but because I don't know, obviously, I'm, I'm the only boy, so it's like, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm the sender. They're probably, the they probably going through it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, all of that stuff, we need to, we need to normalize that, man. Literally. And also, as well, like, um, see, I'm still triggered by the chat, you know, earlier. Listen, um, do you know what it is with the chat? Yeah, I'm sorry. What it is, I think people, everyone has different life experiences and everyone comes from different walks of lives. 
So everyone would yeah. think differently. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes there's certain things I see in there and it just reminds me of the type of people I want to be around. And I don't want to be I around. What was in the chat earlier? So basically we're talking about, whether sex, about sex education. Mm. But I think, actually, yeah, Tariq, because I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't been looking. I just yeah. went in there, liked the video, as you guys should. And yeah, Tariq, so yeah. what's, yeah. You can let, catch you. Yeah, like, obviously, like, well, obviously we were talking about sex education mm. here, but a lot of people are talking more about, like, gender identity and, like, mm. that, okay. uh, what is being taught in school, like, from primary school. But this is not it. Like, this is just a narrative like that are getting pushed by people who are who do not want to have these conversations with their kids. Yeah, but, you know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you, yeah, because I, like there's there's a sentiment behind it that I kind of hear. I can I can hear where they're coming from, what their mm -hmm. fears and their things are. But then again, it's maybe it's a bit of ignorance, whatever. Like it's education, isn't it? They need educating, and it's like what Brent was saying. Like the time, like the conversations need to change from what we was having before. It's because yeah. society's exactly. changing. Yeah. Exactly. You get me? Yeah. Society's changing. Exactly. There's things like, that, are, you know, that are different now, so we need to, we need to you, evolve with you the can't time. Have yeah, outside, yeah. You can't have people, your, your kids outside confused. You know what I'm trying and to say? Like seeing people exactly. seeing certain things and not understanding what's going on. You yeah. have to let them know the landscape. Exactly. And that's yeah, because the you. thing is, the way society is, society is very diverse today. You can't have your kids, like Mark said, out here confused, but also your kids need to understand the world they live in. Like, I would faint if my child, if I don't teach my child and let my child know about different relationships, and then they go out into the world and then they see like two men kissing, whatever, mm. and they like insult them or they're horrible to them. That's, do you know what I mean? They need to understand exactly what that, the reality of people live in. Mm. Not everyone has the same, not everyone has the same, um, desires and whatever you know yeah. it's just letting them evolve with time you let your children understand that okay yeah back in my day we used to you know use a dictionary and encyclopedias to learn words or whatever mm. today you can just use google yeah. but you're not fine for them to understand the human beings they have to interact with the people that they're going to work with gonna... encyclopedias in our house why did we ever think we was going to need some of that information <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand did you have encyclopedias in your yard yeah encyclopedia on, like, on dictionary on different yeah. what was we doing with all all that information. What? So look it up. We it? never used it once. You never used it because we had no, no, I in, used it, the you know. internet. I don't remember what for, but I definitely, you know, I I had a little gamma. projects and stuff. Yeah, like English and work, yeah. science, all them things. Project. Yeah, I use this your too. household to everybody else. One second. Oh, what project for school for homework and thing? One hundred percent. Oh, see, that makes do you, sense. I yo, didn't do homework. Do you, <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> I might be getting the, the word wrong. Brent, do you remember child child's craft books? Ah, uh, no. Nah. Where you get uh, the hobby craft thing? No, or it was like, a hobby, man. I think, they, I think it was like Transcraft. Making planes and stuff there like was, that. No, nah, it was like different facets of life, but there was bare like volumes, like volume one to like, I don't know, 20. Oh, you used to get it from the news, like from the news agents. I'm not sure. No, no, it was it was hardback books. Charles, I think it was called Charles oh, Craft. Right. I'm not I, sure. I don't know if it's called Charles Craft. But yeah. That, that thing? Yeah, I think Charles Craft might be the wrong, the wrong word, but oh, it was like a collection of books. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just Google that. Yeah. It's just crazy because you're going to, like, do you know what's mad actually? When you think about how time really evolves, yeah. I remember there was a trend on TikTok one time when um, younger, like, as in kids are like 13, ooh, ooh, even 15. All right, Charles Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, these ones. Excitement. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you put it on the screen, please? I want to see it. Yeah, Look. I, I knew it was Charles Craft. I'm yeah, too yeah, far yeah. to get out. Don't tell me you didn't have these things in your Yeah, yeah, them, them, books, them books, man. But no, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, but yeah, like, um, time evolves so much nope. that I remember there was a TikTok sorry, trend here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a TikTok trend here yeah, where kids were basically discovering like iPods. iPods. You know, the iPod. You know the, the little oh, iPods and stuff. No, I've heard iPads. Oh, yeah, was, like, what the fuck is an iPod? Do you mean iPod? Yeah. Do you yeah. mean? But even that, they're like, oh, this is so old. This is. Yeah. I act like it was a boombox. I've got mean? an iPad. I've got an iPod Nano. Yeah, in my 
drawer, my bedside drawer. Yeah, that I've never touched, never, I've never touched it, and never put music on it, nothing. It's really? tiny little iPod, and I look at it and I think this must be worth like a million pounds. <laughs> Not a million. <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying. Oh, it, do you remember? Do you remember those iPods? Yeah, the ones that were like fucking bricks, man. The yes, big ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hard one, man. Yeah, yeah they have a big one. Yeah. Uh, iPod Classic, I think. You know what? Called. I never had an iPod, you know. Really? No, I never had an iPod. No. Yeah. No, I, I just had the. I ne- but I, I've never had one because I never, I never, never used I never had any form of iPod at, at all. Do you know I had. Wait, wait, wait. A, wait a before CD. we continue, yeah. Tariq, thank you very much for calling. Somebody else wants to call in. Oh, sorry. Thank, thank you. Tariq. Yeah, yeah. Bless, bless. Have bless, a nice day, yeah. hon. Bless. Cool. Yeah, so like we can learn about the different things in the world and technology and all that kind of stuff, but you don't want your children to learn. The people that they're going to work with, that they're going to go to school with, that they're going to be yeah. friends with, that like, they literally interact with different human beings yeah. all the time. They have to know these things. No one's saying, you know, and that's the thing. I think there's a misconception that kids knowing about these things. And I think this is why the older generation as well failed when it comes to sex education is that oh. they think when they tell you about it, you're automatically going to go and do it. Yeah. So they feel like if you, if you tell them about LGBTQIA is that um, cooler? community. Yeah. yeah. But she has the stream on. Hello. Good morning. Sorry, sorry, I turned, I turned it, it down. I turned sorry, it down. let me just finish my last my thought. Sorry, but they feel like if you tell them about mm-hmm. LGBTQIA, mm. your kids are automatically going to join the community. Yeah. No, they're not. They just have to understand mm. the world that they live in. Yeah, of course. But yeah, good morning. Who are we speaking to, please? Hello, it's Davina. Um, hey, I was just basically gonna. Hi, Davina. I'm from Birmingham. Anyway, um, I was just basically gonna touch on what you've just said, Esther, because yeah. there's people in the comments which I'm just gonna ignore now, saying basically, "Oh, I'm not gonna teach my child about that," but. At the end of the day, it's all around us. So what's the point of avoiding it? Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, hey, be gay, change your gender. Literally. That's just silly. But let them know that it's in the world. It's out there. What's the point of, of not telling them? They're going to go outside and say, oh, mommy or daddy, what's this? How come they look like that? Isn't it better that you just let them know that it's out there? Mm-hmm. Just letting them know doesn't mean they're going to join the community, as you've just said. Exactly. It's just a bit childish and i just think it could actually be more damaging not telling them because how just because you don't want your child to be gay or to change gender doesn't mean that that's not going to happen okay sometimes it's just with people so if you don't say anything they're going to grow up confused it could damage them in the long run or they might know somebody and then it causes a lot of conflict in that way it can harm people so if you just let them know that it's out there then whatever happens, happens. You educate them in the way that you want to after that, but it's there. It's just like there's racism out there, so you're going to pretend that it doesn't happen. Like, it's silly. Just say, there's different genders, there's different this, different sexualities. When you're older, we can go into it further. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's just keep the, it basic and simple. And, and that's it, because I've, I've heard a lot of stories from people who are like, who are lesbians, who are gays, who are trans, and because of that, like that, um, con- that, um, them being brought up with not having this conversation or whatever and the condemning in the house of not talking about these things, they have then struggled to even be able to be like, to say that this is how I identify. And that in itself creates a, exactly. a problem. I, I just think we need to understand that just because you're telling, just because you're educating your kids on what the reality of the life they're living in, of the world they're living in is, doesn't mean that that is the path they're going to go down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You tell your kids about doctors. Exactly. Uh, all your kids doctors. You tell them about, you know, the different types of jobs they are. Are they all the different jobs that they are? Obviously, these things are, this is exactly. deeper anyway. Mm. But I, I think, don't know, man. I think, I think people just need to understand what's going on. Like what we were saying, yeah, society's yeah. changing that, innit, yeah? So you want to give people a lay of the land of what's going on so yeah. not outside and they're lost, yeah? It's about making them 
more open-minded mm-hmm. and more understanding mm-hmm. from everything that's happened in the past. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like people being subjected to all kinds of abuse and, abuse stuff, and like, discrimination on, before yeah. their sexual And then I think the world be... won't be as scary. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Yeah, so we don't... I was going to say, the world won't be as scary because you're a bit more aware of what's out there. But if there you you're go. very sheltered and you only tell them certain little things... When they come across things, it's gonna be hard for them, confusing. You see, you see the problem is, yeah, people you know think I mean? that when you put this mm-hmm. stuff out there, yeah. So we, if we wasn't, if we wasn't taught this stuff, yeah. So we had mm-hmm. to learn it and go and see it. I think what they think is, it's like when you put the options in their faces, it gives them more things to explore. Mm-hmm. So you're making them explore and ask questions that we never asked. So yeah. then there's more. Ch- what people are scared of is that they're more, there's more chance of their child wanting to be gay yeah. or wanting to be trans yeah. or whatever, yeah? yeah. But yeah. that's not that's yeah. not actually true because all you're doing is giving them information yeah. and making them aware. You can't yeah. change how they're wired. You yeah. know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Like, so you, you can't... Giving them information and letting them know that, oh, in some walks of life, two men live together yeah. and sleep together and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Mm. That can't change how they're hardwired. Mm. And make them all of a sudden attracted <laughs> yeah. to men. Do you know this is what I think? Yeah, exactly. Do you know this is what a lot of adults really, really project. So when we want to have conversations with kids, yeah, we have the conversation from our level of understanding, not understanding that this is a child who knows nothing. Like mm. they're basically like a blank canvas, and you've then got to draw yeah. and paint on it. So when you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to tell them about, I'm not going to have sex education, I'm not going to have sex talks with my kids. In your mind, you're you're thinking, I'm not about to tell my kid how to suck dick. But <laughs> when you talk to your child, that's not what you're telling them. Do you get me? So we, a lot of adults project onto that. Even when I think about like how sex education is in the African community, I remember um, one of the like nannies I had growing up when she, when she was told about like when she had like a period or whatever with us, blah, blah, blah. And um, my grandma was like to her. So basically, again, it was a whole thing about when you start your period, don't have sex with a guy, you're going to get pregnant. Mm. But they were like to her, don't let a guy touch you you're going to get pregnant. So then I remember, yeah, once I said, what, a guy must have bumped into her. She thought she was pregnant. No Me way. and her are out here stressed. But again, <laughs> you understand? she didn't know what, like she didn't understand sex. She didn't know yeah. what sex was. So when you just say to someone, yeah. from your adult perspective, you said to her, don't let a guy touch you. Mm. Touching for you as an adult is sexual touching. Yeah. But for this person, yeah. it literally is literal touch. Skin so to when skin. someone, skin to skin. Yeah. With that, with your clothes on. Mm. So when like someone then bumped into her, she's thinking, "Damn, they got me. They, I got got." <laughs> so me and her are proper like stressed because I was very close to her. So we we're proper like stressed what, and like, "Oh my what, gosh." Um, what age, age was she? How old was she, she was like, I don't know how old she was, but she was definitely yeah, she was like younger. Okay. So um yeah, so it was it was that. Do you get what I mean? So what the point I'm trying to make anyway is that with adults we we project our understanding and our experiences in life onto children. And this time, that's not the same thing that they understand. Mm. It's literally just for them to understand that this is the world you live in and you don't go around being horrible and mean. And even when I think of like, even race, like not many kids are taught about um, the different races they are. So when they see someone who's got different features yeah. to them, they point it out. Like you got white kids, I've yeah. been around white kids like, oh, mommy, why is she so dark? Why does she look like chocolate? Like, do you get what I mean? Like, mm. Teach your kids yeah. this stuff so they don't go outside acting a fool. And now you're acting all shy. Don't act embarrassed. You did this because you should have taught your child that. So that example that you've just <laughs> given. True. Davina, thank you very much for calling in. Thanks, Davina. Thank have a nice day. Thank you. That example that you just gave. Oh, dear. Um, I knew you were going to do that. No, 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 because you said that they were blank no. canvases. Oh, Damn, this is, this yeah, is, yeah. Uh, hold up. Roll call today. Um, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get this done in the next 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could do it. 100%. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hello? Oh, no problem. If they ain't talking, lock it off. <laughs> Let's move. All right. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> had, if you're using Bluetooth, maybe you could change it to Bluetooth. I don't know, but we can't hear you. But you're saying about the blank canvas example. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then you saying that when it is that you were young, you thought getting pregnant was just bumping into somebody, yeah? Yeah. Mm. This speaks to how malleable these children are. No? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, so, take, yeah. Uh, if they're taking anything that you give to them. Yeah. Hold up. Then you have to make sure what you're installing is proper. Yeah. But if you're just telling them that these are the different relationships, morning. they're not going to try Hello, and enter morning. each one. Good morning. Who are we speaking to, please? It's Sharif. Morning, right, Sharif. Morning, oh, morning. Sharif. How you lot doing? You're right. You lot triggering me the hell this morning. I swear to God. Let, keep right. it respectful and let's, let's, let's hear your opinion. I will. I'm going to be as respectful as I can be. YG. But what my point is, my point is that you had the last caller on, the last two callers saying that it's all fine what they're teaching kids in school. My point is you're teaching them too young. My daughter was in nursery and they have these weird posters up. You understand? And I, I I don't understand why you're teaching them so young. And a couple of years ago, they had the um, Channel 4 program with the children that's in primary school ch- ch- changing sex. If that's not nurture, what, what is it? I don't understand. But you know what Anyone's it is? here though? telling me it's all right. Do you know what it is, Sharif, though? The thing is, yeah, you are... What is it? Okay, so basically, in the world, yeah, a lot of us are very desensitized yes. and we don't, we don't see how much there is about heterosexual relationships. Because, you know, if you're heterosexual anyway, you don't see how much it's thrown in your face. I remember being a, being a kid, a lot of the cartoons and TV shows and all these things that kids watch, they literally show heterosexual relationships all the time. So your kids are still learning about intimacy in different ways. They're seeing the prince and the princess kissing. They're seeing these little characters fancy each other and... All these things, do you get me? I, so I all that stuff is still there. My, my point is, is that it's just too early. My daughter was in nursery. She can't read or write, but yet you're teaching her about the alphabet boys. I don't understand that. Okay. No, but what she what what the point that Esther was just making is that was it she would have seen a prince and a princess kissing. kissing yeah. Was it too young for her to see a heterosexual relationship? Which is me no, because in my view that's right. So it's a so, I was brought up. I was brought up that man and women lay together. Like that. That is. That is factual. Yeah, but it's that's not, what recreates children. Which is fine. So, yeah. So why, we're not telling you to install nothing on it because obviously you can believe what's wrong and what's right. Yeah. But yeah, whether you think it's wrong or if it's right. Yeah. This stuff is happening in society. Would you want it to go out there and be lost and be confused and not understand the world no, that we're I'm living in? I'm having arguments with my five-year-old daughter now when I'm telling her that this shit's wrong and she's telling me no, it's not. <laughs> Like, yeah, but the thing and, is, and that's wild to me. Yeah, but do you want your child to? So what it is, yeah, is them understanding the world they live in. In the world that we live in, it's not just about heterosexual relationships anymore. So, would you want your child to problem. go out We're into all the too world? Inclusive. Yeah, but wait, 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 Sorry, sorry, sorry. Would sorry, you want your sorry, child go going out into the world, seeing a, a non-heterosexual relationship, and then like? Bullying or insulting. Yeah, would you want it to be accepting? Would you want it to be accepting no, of these but, relationships? No, 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 no. Right, my point is, like, cool. If if they're not teaching them that in school, you, we can teach them that at home. Like, yo, certain things happen outside that mummy and daddy don't necessarily agree with, but this is what's going on. My point is that they're teaching her this in nursery school. But the thing Listen, is that she's year she's year one now. She's known about this stuff for three years already. She's yeah. five. That's too early for me. Yeah, but you see how you said that you you're saying to her. Yeah, I get the early, the early yeah, thing. That that I makes sense. Him. I probably yeah. hear him. But then, when your daughter then was seeing these posters in school, did you have a conversation with her then about the relationships that are out in the world? Yeah. Okay, but was that we had a conversation? And like I just said, I'm arguing now with my five year old because I'm telling her certain things ain't right. Yeah, understand? I was brought up in a Muslim household. We we don't agree with these stuff, but she's telling me. 
No, but it's okay, daddy. Yeah, but there's and a way. This yeah, is but the th- problem. And it has to be okay because society, what it's living in, you don't want it to go out there and be a bigger any of these things. So it has to it's be insane. okay. And there's a way to use that. There's a way for you to explain these, explain these things to her, innit? Yeah, because so you don't believe in them, innit? Yeah, so you can tell her that. It's, it's 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 not natural in your opinion. You don't believe this yeah, stuff that's is how, natural. That's yeah? how I try to explain but, it. To I don't explain it. But it whether, whether, to you lot. whether it's natural or not, you have to you have to accept here yeah, that it is normal. When we was younger, it might not have been normal to see all these mm-hmm. things because it was a it was an anomaly. It was whatever. It wouldn't. Yeah. Not, but now, yeah, it might not be natural, but it is normal. To see all these things, to see same-sex relationships, to see all these things on the TV, it is normal. It is a part of society now. I, it's I, normal. I, I fully get you. Marks, I, I agree with you. It is normal. Yeah, it is normal nowadays. Like, you see it every day in every walk of life, innit? And, you ha- and I have to bite my tongue more time and just turn the other way. You understand? But oh, it's just that they teach them so early. And that's what question, gets though. my back up. Question, though. So, Go obviously, on. we were speaking about... Have you been tuning in the whole time, Yeah. Yeah, I've been in from morning. Yeah. Okay, lovely, lovely. Yeah. Thank you. So you see, we we're talking about sex education and how like sex, sex education is deeper than just the act of sex itself. Is on letting your kids understand that this is, you know, this is your penis, this is your vagina. No one should have access to yeah. this, that kind of conversation. What age yeah. do you feel like that that kind of conversation should start? See, no, we have them conversations from early. My daughter, my daughter shuns me now when she's in the bath. Daddy, get out! It's my privacy. So she knows herself. She understands. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> So that, on that aspect, I don't. I feel you need to teach them as early as possible because there's weirdos out here and they need to know their bodies and X, Y, Z. You understand? So then but it's, it's just really... it's just it's just a clash of your beliefs, bro. Because yeah, honestly, is, you want yeah. your daughter to be educated. You get what I'm trying to say, like. But if you and you have no problem with a heterosexual relationship, so you don't mind her seeing it from any age. Mm. And it's just that because it goes against what you believe, you don't want it to be thick. But I just think. We're growing up in a different time in a different generation, you know and we have to be accepting of what's going on. I'm not even accepting of other people. I'm talking about understanding of the society that we live yeah. in, and your child has to be educated on this stuff. Do you know a question? Do you yeah. think there's a? Um, oh. Show me if you can answer first. Do Go you on. think it's too? What age is it too early for your child to know about heterosexual relationships? If you think there's is ever too early for them to know about heterosexual um. relationships. That's a difficult question. You put me on the spot. Shit. <laughs> so what happens um, when you call in? I don't in? know. To be fair, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. To be fair, because even for me, five is, is still five will still be young for my children for my child to know about heterosexual relationships. But they teach about five. every relationship. Before five, they teach them about five. Before all of that, in nursery schools, they got the poster: man and man together. That's family. Woman, woman together. That's family. Man, man, woman, and the kid. That's family. But it's family nursery. No, but it's family because she's gonna have people in her nursery who come yeah. from a household of two mums or two dads. Yeah. But, then what happens when they have conversations and like? Isn't she, like Jeremy, so, so, say, no, so for example, like say parents, um, what's the sports day, right? Yeah. If they, they yeah. I feel like I get the, fa- I get the family and them teaching them that young because mm. sports day, for example, or parent whatever parent day, right? Yeah. Bring your parents to school yes. day. You've got your, so you and your partner will be there with your daughter. Cool. Yeah. There's another boy, Jimmy. He's probably gonna have. He might have two mums. Yeah. Your child needs to be able to look at that and recognize that that is still a family. That's already happening. That's already happening. Yes, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Them knowing the different types of families they are. I don't think it's too early for them ah, to know that. The thing is, you know, if you, you, know with, know you have, you triggered me. I'm fuming. With, my back's hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Shreve, for one second. You know, with the question you just asked about yeah. what's what's too early to learn about heterosexual relationships, yeah. right? You know, um, like, you know, 
Disney shows. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, they Frozen, mentioned that earlier. They're all showing that shit from early. Those Sorry, I he- swore again. Hetero, heterosexual relationships are in those... Yeah, that's yeah. what you were saying. In those stories. Yeah, and I think that's... Prince, yeah. princess, mm. king, and queen, it's cool. whatever. It's fine. So it's from early they have been shown this. But that's why I'm saying... No, but that's what I'm saying that yeah. for me, I still think that's too early for heterosexual relationships because... I know how it is that as an adult now, yeah. I'm literally working to take myself out of the conditioning, mm. to, to unlearn that idea that my existence was for a man to come and find me. And do you know what I mean? These things, yeah. when I think about Cinderella, when I think about Beauty and the Beast, when I think mm. of all these shows, the messaging behind it is so horrible. Like I know online people... Uh, I, I know Disney mashed up you gal... It did. And I, was about to talk, I was about to talk about that because you know how online people are always talking about that oh, a lot of girls live in fairy tale. This is how we were raised. Yeah. Mm. So again, as an adult, I'm having to separate myself. This is why I say that it's too early for even heterosexual relationships because your identity, I'll be honest with you, yeah. the way I was raised, my identity has centered around a man. Mm. My identity of what I should be like as a woman, everything I want to do about do as a woman, everything yeah. I want to achieve in this world has been about how that will help me be a good partner to a man. Even my career, mm. up until me wanting to be a lawyer, and even when I cook, like that's why I told you, I told you guys, my mom can't talk. To, my mom is not allowed to talk to me about men anymore because mm. it'd be a thing where, oh, say she wanted me to do something, and I'm like, for example, say there's like a teaspoon in the in the sink. Mm. Mama, my mom will link that to how I'm gonna, I could be in my husband's house. That's how bad it is. You get me? <laughs> yeah. So this is how it goes. So for me, when it comes to heterosexual relationship, and I think maybe because. I've had to do, I'm doing a lot of work on myself when it comes to detaching myself yeah. from the fact that my entire existence revolves around men. Right. I think it's too early for a heterosexual relationship. Right. You know what, yeah, what? Esther, I don't normally agree with you, but on that point, maybe no, um, you've you changed me, yeah? Maybe they shouldn't be talking about this stuff at all until it'll be a later stage, but I'm just saying nursery school is too early. I think nursery to know the difference, in my opinion, I'm not telling you how, obviously how to raise a kid or anything, but I think nursery to know the different types of family dynamics there are, I think that's healthy because I remember because I've come from a single parent household and I remember even when I was like much younger in like primary school, kids letting me know that I didn't, that my dad wasn't around. Do you get what I mean? I think kids need to understand that they are single parent households, the people who will just have their dad, people who will just have their mum, people who will just have, who will have two mums, who will have two dads, who will have a mum and a dad. Do you get what I mean? I think this is oh, the reality of what me, it is. Man. Because you know what it is with kids as well? Kids can be very, it can be very horrible yeah. when they say stuff. Yes, do you get what I mean? So facts. this kids is why the they need to facts. understand. They, yeah, exactly, so this is why they to, need to understand. That was a good, I think that was a good point to round up on because kids yeah. can be really, really mean and yeah. they need to understand and they're going to be in these situations and where they it. come to school and the parents, maybe, one of the kids going to be there I'm with two dads last, or two no, Maybe I'm, I'm an 80s baby and I'm just headstrong in my views and my opinion and that's probably my problem, isn't it? And yeah, no, it was good I, to get a call out for someone who's got a young child going through it. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. But thank yeah. you, Sharif. We appreciate well, you. You are great. I love you lot. Carry thank on what you. you lot are doing. Have a great and day. And I'll be in the chat going, I'll be in the chat going crazy. You're a tussle. Oh, All right. Cool. We're going we're, we're gonna to round this one up. It sounds like the chat is absolutely firing it's today. All I see is emojis and I'm like, nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, me. I haven't even touched that. Oh, no, so I can't even see nothing. What, what age do you think is appropriate then for kids to be taught about heterosexual relationships? Um, I think from when they're like in... How old are you? When you're in your father, you're in nursery, right? You know what? I've... Ages in school? Is, yes. I don't know It's not nursery, it's primary school though. You're yeah. five? Yeah, no, sorry, sorry um, age five. So when you're five years old, yeah. you're in nursery, right? Yeah, then, you are in nursery. So you think from, from five up? No, no, no from five, five. Is, five is like year one. You're in primary school, isn't it? You leave nursery. My son's probably got like two more years in nursery, isn't it? He's three. I think heterosexual relationships, I would say maybe from year four, you know? So you're eight. So do from you, whenever, I'll be honest wait, with you, yeah, one second, one second. So they you, see examples of heterosexual relationships in their house with their mum and their dad. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great example. Yeah. But from they see it from their born, bro. They, gonna, they sleep in the bed together. Like they see this stuff from from their eyes open, bro. Yeah, but that aspect you can't control. Like, yeah, because that's your parents. Yeah, but yeah. so what I'm trying to yeah. say is, there's no overexposure then because they was they they see yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, that's, no that's, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, but what's what's going to ask yeah, you was in regards to the Disney yeah. movies. Yeah. So you're saying that kids below the age of eight shouldn't watch Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, uh, Frozen, all them, all those, all those shows. I'll be honest with you, yeah. Bestiality. What's that? I just... Bestiality. What, what Beast and the Beast, isn't it? They were wow, teaching girls... Wow, you know what? They were, they were teaching girls to, be, to Under, settle with, um, with ugly boys. Undertones, isn't it? Do you know what it is? You know what it is? I'll be honest with you. I think whatever it is that my children watch, I yeah. will be there to... Because I know there's things I'm, I'm not going to say for, but I'm going to be there to explain yeah, to them. because Marcus' point is great, though. Marcus, because yeah, you'll yeah, be but, at home watching yeah. your parents kiss, maybe hug, yeah. other, affection, interactions. Yeah. So... That's your first initial no, but you know what it is though? forming of relationships is seeing your parents, no? Yeah, but you will see your parents, but when you see your parents, you don't you don't see them and think I desire that. When you watch a Disney film yeah. and whatever, the character you're seeing, you're mm. thinking, I want that. Is mm. I think for me is I think it's different. Okay. So when you Some see people do, once people, especially if you, they don't know how young it can work, once you understand the concept of love and, exactly. and think, like, people look at their parents and think, oh, this is what I want. Yeah, but you understand the concept of love. You you're not age five thinking, I want I yeah, want no. a, Mummy and daddy. Like, I want there's to some kids that are hopeless romantics because of, of Disney, bro. I don't think kids are looking at their parents thinking, oh, I want, I want that. that. They're just thinking, it, it, they're being programmed to believe that that's normal. That's what like, happens in society. A man yeah. and a woman. I don't think they're thinking, oh, I desire a Exactly. At a certain age, but they're being programmed, their mind, they're formulating their thoughts and their opinions and whatever. And that depiction to them is what is normal. A man and a woman. And I'll be honest with you, I think with the Disney stuff, like if my kids do watch Disney movies, like I know it's going to be difficult. I was trying to go, Brent. I know it's difficult, Talk but to me. there's a lot of things that with my kids, I want to be very present with. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, we're moving on from this. I want to be very right? present so, with to right, explain cool. to explain stuff to them. Yeah, yeah. Do you get me? You're not going to yeah. watch a Disney movie and think and be waiting on a Prince Charm to come scoop you up. Yeah. yeah sorry to cut you. Sorry, sorry, caller man. We're we're rounding this up. This is going to this is going to take too Send long. Send a voice note in. We'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we will though yeah we will we do why you laughing <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded it just sounded but yeah man that was um, that was an interesting topic very I interesting I don't think we um touched on we definitely didn't Ima's going to Ima... come on Thursday and be like we're doing a party because <laughs> your heifers didn't do what I put in the dark <laughs> didn't touch but I think anything. this was a very good conversation I think have, it was a good conversation very progressive there we go. Bring and, up TDA, and, man. and I heard you guys you were um questioning his choice of topic I heard Oh, you're listening, yeah? yeah listening. <laughs> he, he wasn't just listening, he was participating in the Oh, so you wasn't the community? <laughs> okay, that's it. Putin's a liar! <laughs> <laughs> now, big up, E-Man. We love you, E-Man. I hope you pulled to the side when it is that you left that message. I hope it is that you weren't typing whilst you were driving, sir. Driving? Of course you did. No, I wasn't driving, I was on the train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't do anything that we shouldn't be doing on here. Don't do nothing illegal around here. Yeah, man. Let's get into these next headlines, man. Alright, so what? Let me just explain. Here we go. Let me just explain so you guys, you guys know because it's a bit stupid because we just talked about it not being my problem. <laughs> <laughs> he did word on Rosie. Alright, so when I did basically. He? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. When I move over to showing something that's on a screen, the child craft books, okay, I yeah. have to go to a completely different scene that's in the sequence, right? Okay. And then I have to remember to go back to where we left off. Sometimes I go back to where we left off minus one. Right? So when I press next, 
it goes to a scene that isn't supposed to be there. Do you know what's going to mean? Is that Brent's explaining this knowing damn well we don't understand what the flip he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, even the other day in the comment he said something about C... What's it called? C-A-M-A? What was it? Um, Ecamm Life. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. does anyone know what that is? He yeah, said, oh, it's, guys, sorry, it's not me. It's Ecamm Life. To I be thought, honest, if I, if <laughs> I say know what stuff that, that you guys don't understand... Yeah. I think that sometimes I'm not saying you Brent but mm, she might fit I feel like sometimes he you know when you like you ever confuse them you kind of confuse them with yeah, yeah, jargon. just just just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just use to convince you that because yeah. yeah. all yeah, kind yeah, of jargon yeah, yeah. And, and big words like, and stuff because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. when you're when you're like when you're questioning what's the information that's even being mm. said to you, yeah. it's only makes it a challenge in it. Yeah. Like, this, like is, guys, this is above my pay grade. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the XLM cable. Exactly. Yeah. And hard drive. And we're sitting here like, wow, Brent is like, so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Brent is talking about he wants to make toast in a different language. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Accountability 101. Love it, man. All, All right, right, cool. Let's get into these um um headlines. Start traveling out of, out of, out of the country a bit. There's a trigger warning. 27 die at sea as UK and French Coast Guards deliberate on who will rescue them. Okay. Oh, wow. I should be a done at you. I haven't even looked at that. I don't know what's going to be done at you today. Sorry, boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? After. Um... Please, please, try it. Because Wooden Road is a long uh, segment. You can use that time yeah. to basically. Choose one. Yeah, okay. you can, you can. Okay, all right, cool, cool. I was going to be sponsored, but I guess not. Carry on, all right, so a documentary has revealed that UK and French emergency Coast Guard services spent crucial hours passing the buck about which of them should rescue a stricken small boat trying to cross the channel last November instead of dispatching a crew to save the 34 people on board. Most of the migrants subsequently drowned in the, in the worst maritime disaster in the channel for 30 years. The revelations come at a time when channel crossings in small boats have reached record levels with about 40,000 people having crossed so far this year. The documentary, The Crossing, part of ITV's award-winning exposure series, has gained access to documents that provide new evidence about the fatal journey of the 34 passengers on board the overcrowded dinghy. At least 27 people died, with five still missing and two survivors. Internal legal documents obtained by the documentary team set out in minute-by-minute detail the events of that night, based on the French Coast Guard's emergency log of the incident. While the French Coast Guard has disclosed its record of emergency calls to lawyers in the case as part of the French investigation into the tragedy, so far its UK counterpart has not. In the UK, the Marine Accident Investigation Branch is conducting an investigation. The passengers were informed wrongly by the emergency services that help was on its way. Passengers sent the GPS location of the boat to the emergency services repeatedly, but as the hours went by, they lost hope and drowned one by one. Emergency services could hear the screams of people drowning. Passengers begged them to come, saying, we are dying, come and get us. Matthew Shank... Shank? Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. A maritime expert instructed by lawyers for some of the victims' families said, the fact of the matter is that over 30 people were left in the middle of one of the busiest shipping lanes in the world, slowly perishing one by one, and almost nothing happened. That's very sad. It is a sad story. It's very sad. Don't know who's going to get the blame for that. Someone's got to be held accountable, though. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the second one, another trigger warning again. Edinburgh's war memorial set on fire. So Edinburgh's War Memorial has been set on fire less than 24 hours after Remembrance Sunday services were held. Several reefs were completely burnt in the fire and Edinburgh's Stone of Remembrance blackened with soot. Edinburgh's Lord Provost said it was disgusting and disrespectful. 
The army major who runs the team that makes poppies and briefs said he was horrified by the act of vandalism outside the city chambers building in the Royal Mile. Major Charlie Pellin, factory manager of the Lady of the Lady Hague Poppy Factory in Redford Barracks in Edinburgh, told BBC Scotland, this is deeply insulting to the memory of the men and women the memorial is meant to remember. I'm absolutely horrified. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon said it was utterly beyond comprehension, said it is sickening and disgraceful that someone would vandalise a war memorial. I hope those responsible are identified and brought to justice. It is understood CCTV in the area is now being checked and witnesses are being urged to come forward. There's a lot going on with this remembrance. Remember Sunday Day? Yeah, yeah they, they be remembering. This year, people are, <laughs> okay, well, that's that. It used to be, um, I think I feel like it used to be bigger when I was in school, where, when I was younger. I think the BBC... Yeah, the poppy the, and the, everything. The, the BBC yeah. was bigger. Remember, like, the FA Cup? Yeah. That like, was used to be a huge thing. Like, mm. The BBC was... was People used to care more about it back in yeah. the day, I think. And they used, they always go hard on remembrance. Yeah, I think like, people are learning history now. Is that what they're doing? And then the clocking that... Some of y'all... Something getting right. Troubling in there. Yeah, exactly that. Well. <laughs> okay. Yikes. I like this big red writing. Yeah. Mm, how am I going to juggle this one? Do you I want think me? you got this. If you, if you, you want to try it. I, I don't mind. I can try it. Oh, go on. I was going to say, if you have trouble with the Arabic words, I'll try and I'll try and pronounce it for you. Okay, I, you think you, I think you should just have it. I think I you think should go. I think you should do it, Yusuf. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's do this. Afghanistan to uh, this is my first headline actually. Cool. This is this is the moment. Is the camera working? Is the camera on you? Is the camera on me? It's my first. No pressure. <laughs> All right. Afghanistan to impose. Sh- oh, sorry. Trigger warning, guys. This is my first time. Mm-hmm. Apologize. Trigger warning. Afghanistan to impose Sharia law. Right. The Taliban leader Habatullah. Akhunzada has ordered Afghan judges to impose punishment for certain crimes that may include public um, amputations. Oh, sorry, amputations and stoning. Uh, his spokesperson said offenses such as robbery, kidnapping, and sedation must be punished in line with the group's interpretation of Islamic Sharia law. Let's move on. When in power in the 90s, 90s, the Taliban were condemned for such punishments, which included public executions. They promised to rule more moderately uh, when they retook power last year. But since then, the militant Islamic group has steadily cracked down on freedoms. Women's rights, in particular, have been severely restricted. Uh, the Taliban's <laughs> supreme leader said judges uh, must punish criminals according to Sharia law if the crime committed is a violation of those laws. All right. Uh, the Taliban spokesperson, Zabihullah Muhajid, uh, tweeted, this is my, listen, my Arabic's coming mm, back to me. Yeah. Nah, it's sick, uh, Tweeted. <laughs> 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 Not you doing horns and the trigger warning subject. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, tweeted late on Sunday that the uh, obligatory uh, command came after the Taliban leader, Akun Zada, Met the groups, met the group of judges. Uh, the exact crimes and punishments have not been uh, defined by the Taliban as of yet. Uh, but one religious leader in Afghanistan told the BBC that under Sharia law, penalties could include amputations, public lashings, and stoning. It's tense. It's harsh. The order um, is the latest evidence the Taliban are taking a tougher line on rights and freedoms. And lastly, as to report last week, as we reported last week, sorry, uh, 
They banned women from visiting all parks in Cuba. Excluding them still further from public life. Um, it has since emerged the ban extends to women in the capital visiting public baths and gyms. Although the latter attracted relatively fewer, few women. I wonder why. I don't get involved in people's business, but banning gala from parks is well, I don't know what you would have to tell me what the thinking or the logic behind this is. But because why 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 are they out of the parks? Oh you know, yeah, actually, what is the um the like they're wrapped up anyway. Is it just about protecting the women? My esteemed co host. Uh, <laughs> no, you esteemed. When it comes to you cook us. when it comes to things that are, you know, outside of my, you know, realm of knowledge. Things I have you know, scarce knowledge of. Mm. I don't like to, you know, okay. give out false information. I understand this, you know, I am a Muslim, uh, but there's a rule in Islam is if you don't know exactly what you're saying, don't say nothing at all. So not to spread false information. Mm. So let's move on to words on roads. <laughs> okay. Uh, Esther, over to you, my dear. That. And then my dick was very uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, 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 I've got some tea for you today. So there's gonna. Did you guys ever? Do you guys remember Glee? It was on TV at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So Glee is basically uh is based in America, and it's about a school, a high school, high school students who are like in this choir group basically. But in America, I guess they're called the Glee Cubs, and um, there's been a lot from Glee. I used to watch Glee, and the fans are called like Gleeks. It was a whole thing, a whole. Process in my Glee was lit. Glee was lit. They used to do big songs on there as well. Pop up, like some of the versions still slapped today. Mm. Big songs. So um yeah, so there's gonna be a Glee documentary. And I don't know if you guys know, but there's been a lot of mess with the cast and crew from Glee. I'm a I'ma talk you guys through it. Sorry. <clears throat> um Max, how old were you when you were watching Glee? Why you gotta do that? I gotta do my mains like that. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Because I remember it to be like a musical, like all these white people dancing, singing stuff. Yeah, but sometimes they hit R and B songs. Black. Remember, I love remember I love music, so I, I watch like I can well, watch people I can watch people singing. Musicals annoy me, but Glee was a bit different because sometimes they'll that go in there. Well, I don't care about the storyline. I was waiting oh. for I was waiting for the big songs. I like the songs. Yeah, you get me. So sometimes they would they would they would put big big rhythms on there. So I just wanted to know if it coincided with your time on the streets, isn't it? Oh, I was watching TV when I was on the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Big brother. Because you know what it is? You've got life's about balance, man. You know what I'm trying to say? Evidently, like? evidently. Yeah. And you know what? I'll be honest with you, Mark. That's one of my favorite things about you. you got so much range. Right, I then. When I came in this room to talk about Glee today, you're the last person I thought would have said, watch Glee. <laughs> and I'm very, I love that. I do a lot of things that people, that, yeah, like I said. Your, life, your life is lit. Life's about balance. I'm just an eclectic yeah. kind of babes. I, just, I love it. Mm, I like all the kind I of love, babes. I absolutely love it. But um, I actually didn't think any of you would know, so I'm definitely taken aback by the fact that you guys. I'm very, I love this. You guys are very involved with Word and Road. I love it. So basically, there's been a lot of mess in terms of Glee, as in the the cast, right? Yeah. I'm gonna walk you through some of the maddest ones. Well, yeah, some of the maddest ones. So the first one is trigger warning. I'm very sorry about this, but it has to be said. So Mark Salin, and he played Puck. I don't know if you guys remember him. He was the, um, the one with the the Mohican. I didn't watch Glee. Okay, can you guys just pick? Can you Google um the just Glee and see the cast? So I was a, can, I was aware of Glee, but I didn't yeah, watch so it. you can go I, along I with me. I purposely didn't watch Glee. Why? I couldn't. I couldn't. Why not? I just I don't like musicals like that. Yeah. 
And yeah, to me, it's, it's very any program that breaks into song. Oh, I love it. Is a bit annoying to me. I love it. I love when you walk into a room and it's like, no, don't talk to him like that. And it's like, shut up and drive. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Inject it. I love it. I love when the senses go. The funny thing is, yeah, even though I just said that though, I did enjoy Disney movies though, and they broke into song. Disney movies had a lit song. Yeah, you know they mean? had good songs. The better the song, the better the movie. Yeah, yeah always, always, always. I'm just big on music. Like the, my favorite Disney songs, I mean, my favorite Disney movies are the ones with my favorite songs in them. Which is, which are <sighs> Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is. I have don't. I've, I don't remember watching certified bangers. In I've never yeah, watched got that. Slammers in there. Be I've never watched. I'll guess. Is that the one with the, with the floating tumblers and stuff and the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I've never watched that. You know, or, or you Little, Mer- Little Mermaid's got slammers. I can't. Oh, I can't yeah. wait I can't for this wait. new Little Mermaid to drop. Slammers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait because Hallie can sing. Yeah, she's gonna. That girl. That girl gonna cook. She's listen. I can't wait. Yeah, she might. It's gonna be a whole experience because she's got a good voice. So once she starts singing, she might. She might convert the whites. I think she will. I think I think she, I think they were acting out of um, threat, and I think when they see her deliver, <laughs> that's nah. going off a tangent. That was that clip here of their mum making that little girl say, "Oh, it's Whitney Houston." Yeah, <laughs> you see that the racism needs to be stopped. Yeah, because this <laughs> Lippy said something yeah, that spun me, which is so right because the mum's filming it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. filming the thing, gone to the daughter. Yeah. And sending the doors going, oh, it's Whitney Houston. Yeah. And my man's saying, like, you try to make this organic and all that. Yeah. You see that little girl, yeah? That she's about four. Yeah. There is no way. Not yeah, a damn a way. A little four year old girl, yeah, can look at someone who isn't Whitney Houston, yeah. <laughs> and, and say, Whitney wait, Houston. wait there. <laughs> is that Whitney? Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wild, man. That is wild. Blank canvases. As well. Oh, Did you guys ever watch High School Musical? No. no. See, that's too much for me. Oh, High School Musical was lit, man. That was too much for me. When they got to the third one, it was dead. But the first and the second one was lit. The second one was the best one. I life. probably watched the first one and then I realised this is not for me. I love it, man. I just love a good musical, man. But um, actually, do you know, I'm going to pick up a new hobby. I'm going to go to the theatre before the end of the year. I'm going to start doing that. I'm supposed to go to Maybe the fair. I'm looking for um, a show to go see. My friend yeah. goes to the fair all the time. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. start doing that. And I used to enjoy it when I was younger. They took me a few times. Really? Yeah. I've never been. I've been for, as an adult, I've been once to see uh, Motown. Okay. okay. Yeah, it, was cool. it was right. Dope. I've seen I'm gonna, I'm gonna Scrooge in the fair. Oh. I want to see Lion King. People talk about how great that is. That's mm. probably the next one I'm going to go and check. Yeah. I've seen. I've I want to see. Have I done Beauty and the Beast? Thriller. Maybe? I want to see Thriller, but I think I heard Thriller's gone. It. I heard it's gone. What, oh, the, really? oh, like they don't do it no more. Yeah, yeah, it's coming seasons, isn't it? Yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to pick up new hobbies. Discontinued, unfortunately. I used to get. Oh, I used to get emails about that as well. I wish I would. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm living still. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm trying to pick up new hobbies. I'm gonna do that actually. Yeah, I let you guys know how my first my first journey goes. But so basically, yeah. So with the with the cast of Glee, right? So Mark Salin, he played Park on there. So basically, he was arrested and pleaded guilty to possessing images of child sex abuse. Sorry, I did say trigger warning, but trigger warning again. So then while he's while he was awaiting sentencing, he killed himself. And then, so that's so basically there's this there's this thing that goes around about the glee curse. So then the second person to die from the glee, I think no, he died before Puck did, but it was Corey. Is he name Puck? Yeah, that was his name on the P-U-K. Oh, P-U-C-K. Yeah, yeah, that was his name on the on the show. But yeah, so Corey as well, Corey Monteith. He played Finn. He was like the main character, the mm. boy main boy character. 
he was like a quarterback and then he wanted to sing and then they wouldn't let him and then yeah. he had to hide his life. It was a whole thing. But basically, yeah, he he died of an uh, accidental um, heroin overdose. And then the third, and then obviously then we know about Nia Rivera. Yeah. So she was on there as well. And then obviously she passed away as well um, when she drowned. And then also then recently as well, there was a lot of news about Leah Michelle and she was the main character as well, the female lead. Um, she played Rachel Berry and she was accused of bullying, like bullying of her, of her classmates. And yeah, so with the show, with the documentary, it's with Discovery Plus and ID. And they're basically going to address everything. They want to talk about life on set, life outside of set and all the tea, basically. Um, so it'll be interesting. I'm going to watch it when it does come out. It'll be interesting to see if they do go into as much detail as they should. And if they will have, I think it's going to also have like live confessionals from some of the cast as well, which would be really, really cool. Um, some people were saying, though, that they think that people should stop about this whole Leah Michelle bullying thing because she, because she's the main, she's the lead, they, there won't ever be a reunion if she's not on board kind of thing. But I think you can cast another Rachel, man. But it was interesting because even Amber Riley, we, we all know Amber Riley, the black babe, who can sing for days. So she basically, she's one of the ones that, said Leah was kind of mean to her and like I think she I think allegedly might have accused her of racism as well actually I can't remember but yeah but it was a whole thing man so it'd be interesting I'm interested to see this documentary I think it'd be really really cool I think it's like a two three part series yeah, who, who's the best character in Glee go on Ooh. I'll be honest I think it was Santana and it was Nia Rivera for me oh no it won't it's, just, it's, it's um what's her name oh, what's her name in the show though Ooh, which one what she look like? Sue. Sue. Oh, how can I forget Sue? No, Sue's a mood. <laughs> Sue is a Sue is a mood. The coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was lit. Yeah, yeah. Forget, forget Amnia. No, Sue was lit. Her shade, the way she will read you for filth. Do you know what one of the best things was when um Nini went on um you know Nini, right? From Real Housewives of Atlanta. You've okay, seen her yeah, meme all the time. Yeah, yeah. She was she because she's an act, she acts as well. Mm. She went on Glee. Yeah. And obviously Nini's shady anyway, but she was acting as another coach. And the back and forth they were doing. And the thing with Sue's... Nah, I'll be honest with you. Um, Glee can't run today with the way Sue used to cuss. I was saying... <laughs> you can't. It was very, very deep stuff. That she, oh, she cussed Sue's the guy for the one, being... It's always wearing tracksuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sue Sylvester. Yeah, yeah. She cussed the guy for being disabled. Like, she cussed it. She cussed the thing for being lesbian. Like, she cussed yeah, the heck out of anybody. I didn't watch Glee, but I'm, I'm privy to her... Her, her behavior. Yeah, she's behavior, funny. Yeah, she's yeah. funny. She's hilarious. Bottom line, long story short, she's funny. Nah, Sue is. I want to watch <laughs> Sue's highlights. Sue is hilarious. Yeah, man, big up Sue, man. But um, yes, I'm gonna. I'll watch it anyway. And I'll let you guys know. Um, in sad news, actually, is um the singer Rebecca Flack. She's unable to sing and she can't sing anymore due to her um ALS diagnosis, which is very sad. You know? Do you know who she is? Off the top of your head. So she sing Killing Me Softly. Oh yeah, yeah the original, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the original, yeah. Um, so yeah, so she's um she's won four Grammy Awards, she's had 14 nominations, and there's due to be a documentary, I'll try and watch that actually, about her life, which is coming out next week. And then she's also gonna publish a children's book. So she's this is really living living life, but she's been diagnosed with ALS and unfortunately it's made it impossible for her to to sing and not easy to speak as well. And her um, management said that um, ALS has made it impossible to sing and not easy to speak, but it will take a lot more than ALS to silence this icon. She plans to stay active in her musical and creative pursuits, which would be good. I hope she can, you know, get feel better soon and 
She can rise above it, basically. But yeah, she, she sis can sing. Because this morning I was listening listen to her music. And sis can sing. You know what's so funny? Too. Ironically, I only really discovered her maybe like a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, I saw... When Kidding Me Softly first came out in 96, I never knew it was a cover. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until I saw other renditions of it. Yeah. For example, I saw Michael Jackson doing it oh, yeah. in the 70s. I thought, oh, this song isn't original then. Mm -hmm. That's when I went and done my research and found out who Roberta Flack was and that she sang the original Kidding Me Softly. Yeah. yeah. 973, sick. Yeah. But yeah, apparently she also suffered um, a stroke in 2016. Okay. And around the time she just said, you know, that she wants her music to be remembered as classics and not just old hits. And she said, I could sing any number of songs that I've recorded through the years easily. I could sing them, but I'm going to pick those songs that move me. Um, but now it's hard to do, to be moved, to be moved const constantly by your own songs. But wishing her healing and wishing her good recovery and just good vibes, really. Um, on music as well, Sweetie, Sweetie, she basically had, a, she was on a panel the other day and she was talking about, you know, just talking about all sorts of things. And she said this, she's got a new song coming out. It's going to be called No Reception. And in that song, she's going to be addressing everything. So Sawiti's been in the news for a lot of things. The whole Quaver breakup thing and uh, allegedly sleeping with um, Lil Baby. Was it Lil Baby? One of the Lil's anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Lil Baby. And just a lot of a lot of foolishness since they've broken up and whatever. So she said she, everything that's been in the media about her, she's going to be addressing on this on this song. Now, before I even get to the controversy behind it, I watched her recently on Kevin Hart's show. You guys know I lo love Kevin Hart. Mm. So he's got he's got this interview show where he sits down with people. It's called Heart to Heart. And he has Sawiti on there. And I learned a lot about her. I learned a lot about her, about her upbringing, about like, even like her mom, her parents, her background. It was a very, very good interview. Yeah. Because she's been on Carisha Please as well. Um, but with Kevin's one, Kevin really wants to get into who you are as a person, mm. how you got to where you are kind of thing. And it was very, very interesting. Um, so if anyone wants to check it out, it's a good it's a definitely a good watch. But um, yeah, so basically with her saying that she's got this song coming out called No Reception, people are basically kind of trying to get, get onto her. They're saying, listen, this is not the time. Mm. You've had all this time to address things you've chosen not to. You are not about to release a song when Quavo is mourning. Yeah. Don't do that. That would be very insensitive and wherever it is. And I think mm. obviously with music business, I don't, from what I know, you can you guys obviously know more, but I don't think it's, I record a song today and I'm like, okay, I want to release it tomorrow. There's mm. checks and stuff that goes into play before you can release a song, right? So yeah. in, in my mind, this has been in the works for time. It's it, a shame. It might not, but it might not be. You, you can release a song and release it quickly. Okay. If you just get all the all the T's and C's and done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, it can be a quick turnover. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So because in my mind, I was thinking this would have been in the works. It's just obviously a shame. Yeah. The timing is for Quavo, but I'll be honest, I just think she might release what what she needs to release in it. Yeah. Is this confirmed though to be her spinning the, the T? Yeah, so yeah, she this she actually said these words on in, in an okay, interview. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, she actually said these words in an interview and said that she there's a lot of stuff that's always been out there about her in the media, a lot of misconception, a lot of lies, a lot of everything, mm. and she's just going to address all of it on her song, no reception, okay. and so. Besides on it. the stuff of a little baby and Quaver, what else do you reckon is on there? Because I, I don't know, I'm not privy to Sweetie's private life. So I don't know what else she needs to yeah. dispel. You know what I mean? Who was it that they said she was going out with? Apparently she was going out with someone else. I can't remember who it is was now. It, was it Damson Idris? Yeah. Is it Damson? I saw a little rumour about Damson. But she was, they were sitting on each other. She was sitting on him. That was supposed to be Little Baby. But there was another one where Damson was playing the piano at his house and apparently the lady recording him was oh, yeah, Sweetie yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I think all that stuff. To be fair, it's mainly the Quavo stuff. Okay. And how, you know, she might have been abusive. Because when... Because you know when the whole video came out? Oh, the um, elevator. elevator. Yeah, 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 yeah. People went on like... Quaver side. Mm. 
No, people were sorry, people were on Quaver's side. Yeah. They were like, oh, she's abusive, she's this and that. So I think it's yeah. just all of that, all of that mess. But um, I'm looking forward to it. Will you listen to it for the rotation? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Love it, love it. But she said basically this is gonna be her icy girl. This is gonna be, you know, the breakout song she had? Yeah. This is gonna be okay. that song. So she's really hyped it up. Yeah. And I hope, I hope she delivers. But in UK news, so um AJ or Dudu will be hosting Big Brother. So if you don't know her, she is so in 2013 she did the um bit on the side, Big Brother bit on the side. Mm. And also she's done Strictly Come Dancing, and she is the host with Mo the Comedian. Mo the Comedian. Oh, on Big Breakfast. That's it. Yeah. So she's going to be, she's literally dotting the I's and crossing the T's mm. to finalize the um, Big Brother contracts. And she's looking forward to it. Apparently she's really looking forward to it. And obviously it's going to be a, she, when she was offered this, she jumped at the opportunity. I, I reported that um, Alison Hammond as well was in the, yeah, in the running, in the running for it as well. But yeah, so um, a source said that AJ has been offered the Big Brother job and jumped at the opportunity. It's a huge boost for her career. AJ and ITV are, are still ironing out details in her contract, but she has told a lot of people the job is hers. Oh, ITV got a big brother now? Yeah. Remember, I, I bought it this, yeah. I don't remember. I thought it was still on Channel 5 or something. No, I remember we are talking about how, about the whole Love Island thing, and it's going to be watered down. We wanted, we wanted it to stay on, um, what was it on? It's Channel 5 Ch that gives you the real tea, isn't it? Well, the original. I ain't watched it on Channel 5. The yeah. proper one was Channel 4. No, the original four, one was yeah, Channel 4 back yeah, in the day. Channel 4 yeah. was a top one. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's when it was proper. That's when Davina was doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so she's going to be doing it, which I'm really excited for it. Big up Black Excellence every single damn time. And she's a beautiful woman, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how she presents it. I know with Big Breakfast, she does an amazing job. So, it should be really, really cool. But, guys, that is all from me. Um, Marks, uh, what an announcement? Yeah, we'll get into our next our next segment. I think it's is it asking for a friend? Oh, yeah, sure is. It isn't it because it there's is. no people's journal today. Yeah. But 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 before we go anywhere, remember we got a special announcement, people. Were you coming to carry him up? No, he was coming to move the camera. He's Brent. Don't know. What, don't know what we're gonna do with him, man. I don't know what you're gonna do with him. <laughs> Actually, no, we'll go for it with Brent. Yeah, I don't know. What we're gonna, we have to have a meeting. Wait, don't reframe the importance of what I was about to do because he was about to deliver something that I might be clipping. And he was way down here. They can't even see you though. So why are you doing that? Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> for you guys. It's for you guys. I'm talking to you all. <laughs> so the special announcement, yeah, in case you forgot, yeah, that our very special friends at Black Seed VC have something for you to get your hands on the whole entire community the whole tda family so That's basically right. black seed are launching their annual startup weekend on the 8th of november and they'll be giving away ten thousand pounds to an existing business or startup with the best pitch they'll be pitching workshops all weekend to help you get ready so yeah and don't forget our wonderful the ever lovely daniel dodu will be there Doing her entrepreneurship on the panel, talking, enlightening you, all that good stuff. She's super dope. So make sure you go over to Instagram at BlackSeedVC on Instagram. Click the link in their bio. It's going to give you all the information you're going to need. But yeah, that's where we're going to be. That is right. I love how I'm going to be seeing how the superlatives change each day. You have to do the same thing. Why? Because you will get to Danielle. I'm like, all right, we're going to say nice about her now. And it's not going to be the same thing as the day before. 
So okay. I'm just going to enjoy the entire week of you basically praising Daniel, Doing which is this. good. I'm going to have to find some new stuff for tomorrow. This is it. You got this. Come natural to you, then. Yeah, it does. It does. Do it does. Yeah, well, it's easy because she's so amazing. Exactly. Straight. Pick up Daniel every time. So let's get into our next segment, Asking for a Friend. All right then, so. You sound so. Why do you sound sad? Because huh? you know it's going to be, be some bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're playing. We love it. Let's go. Hi guys, day one listener here, and I absolutely love the show. When is your first live show? I have to ask Brent. That's I right. can just. How are we going to report the news live? No, it's going to just be. We just get morning. to be ourselves, man. Yeah, we're not going to let's report about Afghanistan. We can just show. do the, the just all the segments. We could just do it just like how we normally do it. It's going to be a day and we would have news the day before. Oh, yeah. This is the easiest thing to do for a live show. I'll be honest with you anyway. This is not. This is above our pay grade. <laughs> I, just let me know when, the time, the date, and I will show up looking cute and sexy. All right, cool. <laughs> here we go again. Hi, guys. Day one listener here, and I absolutely love the show. When is your first live show? I can just imagine how interactive it would be, seeing as you encourage call-ins participation from the audience. I can just imagine how beautiful you will all look on stage too. Damn right. Uh, I'm so excited about where this show is going to <laughs> going to grow and to whatever shows the new Black Hawk wants to come out. Anyways, so my friend has a boyfriend who she's been with seven years now and she feels he's going to ask her to marry him. However, over the last few years, he started hanging around with certain conservative-leaning black people, and his political. Oh, where's Eman? And his political, <laughs> his political. It is about Eman. And life views have fully changed to a raging conservative, and I mean seriously. He watches GB News religiously. He reads the Spectator. He loved and rode for Boris Johnson, and he loves Candice Owens. My friend disagrees with him on so many things, and they get into so many arguments that stem from. From like, from how he from, from how, how he, he sees he from how he now sees the world. Cool. What should she do? Should she go along with saying yes if he proposes? Does a person's political views even matter when considering whether you should spend the rest of your life with them? Love you guys and may God continue to bring you the world and all it's your heart's desires. You Amen. all deserve it. Amen. 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 Big up you. The big prayer. Let me have something like this similar a couple of weeks back. Yeah. I think it's just, this is the sounds, time. It sounds kind of, kind of kind of familiar. Yeah, it does. I wasn't I here. I think this is the time that the the men are really showing their asses. Mm. Are they English or American? Because I think English. I think American people take their politics way more serious. Is this person English. Yeah, Americans American. will be like, "You're a Democrat, I'm a American." Are they English? Yeah. Yeah, this person's English. Yeah, remember, he watches GB News. Oh yeah, for real. Okay, cool. But well, no, it, I think it was, it was the Candice. It was the Candace Owens. Oh, that, that yeah. threw me off. Sorry. We've got E-man. But yeah, like Amer- <laughs> Americans do because they will be like, "I'm a Republican, you're a Democrat." No, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I've seen like people that fall out. I've seen people been friends for years and not have a conversation about politics yet, and then they finally have the conversation and they're on different sides of the f- and they kind of like, "Oh, yeah, you're bad vibes now." You're bad vibes. Whereas over here, we don't even really know what people. We just assume everybody's labor. Yeah, you say it wasn't your side until, until you give them a chance, and then. Put a mic in front of them. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't even really, don't even really, really know about politics enough to even care about it for it to make a, yeah. for it to, to make, to a, make difference. a difference. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've never heard someone say, "Oh, your political views could be a red flag or could be a deal breaker." Mm. It's never been a conversation I've been privy to. I reckon though, with TDA I mean, going, 
It's going to be a thing. Watch the asking for friends next year. Because yeah. we're teaching people politics. Watch yeah. asking for friends next year. It's going to be close to home. I think it depends how much your political views and your stance, you know, dictates how you live your life, in it? Yeah. And if you really lean into it, then it will affect your relationship. Yeah. So I reckon um, it is something that she needs to um, think about. I mean, if they're going to, I mean, what what, are they, what issues could they vote in? What they're going to vote on? Like, what issues can it really cause? Obviously, they're going to have arguments because they don't agree on maybe things. Maybe not even issues, just... Opinions. just a mindset. It might speak to a particular yeah. mindset that the girl doesn't really like. I think I even say. how you kind yeah. of raise your kids as well, you know. Yeah. The same beliefs you guys are going to have that's different. Can we think about political beliefs and stuff? Like, a part of it is beliefs. Yeah. So, even how you're going to raise your children, boy, case in point, ask our topic of the day today, you feel like, you know what, they should be taught this in school. Your partner's like, nope, they're not going to do Do you know what I mean? I think. Yeah. Morals, everything, everything. Yeah. So, do you think you can marry someone of a different religion? Yeah. Well then, then of course, sure you can marry someone but, of different politics. Then no, but the yeah, thing is yeah, that no, I'm not saying you can't. You you can. It just depends on you and your threshold, isn't it? Yeah. And how I've, obviously yeah. how entrenched is this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I for me, yeah, it's it's really about how you are with your mindsets. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I think for me to be fair, obviously I'm a Christian. I don't think I would. I don't think I could marry a Muslim, but I think I could marry someone who. I'm trying shit because I really would just marry a Christian then. or someone who at least believes in Christianity. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. I think there's too much of a contrast with certain things. Do you get what I mean? So even if you even if you could, it really is your like you said it's your threshold. You know what? For real, maybe there is something contentious there because I think eventually for that for harmony and stuff, someone has to pick. Yeah, someone's gonna have to compromise mm. every time. Like, someone's gonna have to join. So whether that's yeah. religion, yeah, yeah. like. Politics. I yeah. think if we're on two opposing sides, I think yeah. we have to have a conversation where we can kind of like yeah. meet in the middle, or someone gets like converted or something. Because because someone's gonna have to compromise. And if you're the same person, if you're with someone who's very strong-headed, yeah, and they never want to compromise, yeah, you're gonna get tired of compromising one day. But the thing is, is politics like a way of life? Is it a lifestyle, or is it just an, for some people? Or is it just an interest that you have? No, for some people, politics is, is, is really important. So if it if this guy, if politics is his lifestyle and his yeah. ethos and his Everything he does is because, yeah. Dictated in, in politics and it's going to be, you know what I mean? It's something that she has to really consider. If it's just a, an interest, a hobby, something he likes to read about, debate about, isn't it? it's not really his day-to-day thing. It's a bit different, isn't it? Do you know what it is as well with politics for me, though? Politics as well, for me, kind of indicates a person's mindset. Mm. So I, I'll be honest, if this, was, if this was me in this situation and this guy's like this, I couldn't be with him. Because for me, like certain things just speak to the mindset that you have. Yeah. And that is gonna show up in our relationship. Yeah. So even having conversations with you is gonna be kind of draining. You know, some people as well, some people can have conversations with you where it's just that it's a conversation, they leave it there. Yeah. But then some people's like, they have a conversation with you to convince you mm. of why it is that you need to be on their side and why it is that you're just wrong. They're not yeah. trying to hear what you're trying to say. Mm. That for me is draining. Yeah. yeah, but you could just have conversations like everybody that has to agree on everything. But even like even like these political that. parties, they're not yeah. they're not exactly what they say on the tin. Like con- conservatives mm. are supposed to be our what a right wing party. Yeah. yeah. But they're not really right wing. No one's like far right. You know what mm. I'm trying to say? Like they're more like they're both centre leaning. Like the left and the right both have left and right things in there. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like so 
It's like it's, you can just have an argument. You can agree. I don't think it's 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 the end of the world. Like I'm saying, the actual parties that you're representing, they're more they're more yeah. centre leaning, or you could be on the left side of the party. Yeah, like you know what I'm trying to say. That like, I don't think it's it, it shouldn't be the be all and end all. No, I don't think it has. It to will be make for the good conversations at, at dinner and that. But it's what's her interest like in politics? Because obviously he's watching GB News religiously every time. Every time he's heavily like, a Tory, you know. Every time she comes home, he's watching the news and everything he wants to talk about. Most of the time is if she doesn't share that interest, then to her it's like. Enough, bro. Like it's not every day. Isn't it? Sometimes let's talk about something else. Let's watch something else. Let's... But if he's engrossed in politics all the time, it's gonna affect the dynamic, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, mm. I, I personally, I think that if it's something that is a big, if she's talking to a friend about it, that means it's a big thing. Yeah. And it's something that is a bit, it's a bit tricky. Um, what are the questions again? Should she go along with saying? I don't think she go along with saying. Yes, so if she he's hanging like, around with people that are like um, conservative leaning as well. So like it's his life, man. His lifestyle. Yeah, it seems. It seems yeah, that's why I asked before. It seems to be more, more like a lifestyle for him. That's draining. I'll be honest with you. But that's me. I don't want to project. I personally couldn't. I personally wouldn't. Yeah, I think I think she needs to have a have a word, get some uh, some clarity for herself. Little God, Mark's thinking deep. And now I'm thinking about it because I enjoyed I enjoyed debate and conversation. So I mm. think I could be with someone that was on the other side. Yeah. And probably make it my mission to convert them. Yeah, you like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like guess, I guess the question is how, how far removed is she from his his interest in politics? You know what I mean? Mm. And for her to write this dilemma in might be because she's very far removed. She's very far removed. You know what I mean? That's why it's a, um, a pressing issue. Hmm. Yeah, man. I, honestly, I, I think your friend needs to really think about it. Because I personally, the way I see politics personally, it is a reflection of your beliefs. It's a reflection of your lifestyle is a reflection of a lot more than just I'm a Labour, I'm conservative. It's a lot more, it's a lot deeper for me yeah. like that. And conversations will show that. And I think you, your friends just really got to think about it before you say yes, man. Because you're going you're gonna to be stuck with that person forever. God forbid we have another another pandemic. Because people start thinking about, you know, when we have another pandemic, you're still going to be stuck together. Can you be stuck together with this person telling you why it is that the Tories are doing a great job at the poor, <laughs> the poor policies they're coming up with? Yeah. Day in, day out. Oh. So you say no, don't. don't I'm mean. saying no, man. What are you saying, Yus? I'm saying weigh up the pros and cons. Um, the cons might outweigh the pros. Um, have a word with him. You know, um, to me, it seems like she hasn't spoken to him about this yet. Mm. It's kind of speak to the friend first. Yeah, maybe. listening. Yeah. Isn't so speak to him. Uh, you know, gauge his gauge his response, and go from there. I don't feel like this is a this should be a deal breaker. I mean, there's more. There's more to. I'm sure there's more to his life than than politics. Mm. I'm sure there's a lot more in your relationship that you can hold on to than the fact that he likes politics. So, speak to him. Mm. We have the pros and cons, and try to come to some type of resolution, some middle ground. You know, um, you know, some type of compromise. Yeah, see if it's worth moving, for, yeah. moving forward with. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think maybe just have a conversation with him and mm. find out what he loves so much about the Conservative Party, and find out what he aligns with. Like the the whatever I can't remember. I don't know why. Yeah, why I he, the just word now. ask why he loves whatever, Boris um, and Dick so much. Whatever. What's the word I'm looking for? I know what I'm trying to say. Whatever things he's passionate about, because yeah. he could be left leaning. You yeah. never know. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? That so find the policies and stuff that he's actually passionate about and see if they align with you or not. Yeah. Or if they're so egregious you can't be a part of it. Because then obviously again it does speak to a person's yeah. personality and the things that they like and yeah. what they on or whatever. If it's something that you can work with, where it's not that bad. Then, also, it's cool because he might just be looking at things yeah. from an economic standpoint. Like, Eman, 
Also, and also, if if he, for example, if she if she says to him, you know what, I just think you know you're just engrossing this too much, and that it's a bit too overbearing for me. If he loves her and wants to be with her, you reckon he should fall back a bit and be like, you know what, okay, cool. I'm not gonna be watching the news every single day. I'm not gonna keep going out with my conservative mates. No, he should have fallen back. You can't tell me not to care. No, 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 day, no, okay, okay, cool. Example, right? Let's just say your missus says, Margs, every time I come home, all you're doing is watching football. Mm. Football, 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 football. No, she's screwed. Okay. Think about another guy for a second. <laughs> no, no, I'm watching okay, football. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 okay, cool, okay, cool. Not, not you, just a man. Should a man say, you know what, all right, you're saying it's too much football. Let me watch a bit less football to appease you. If me watching all this football is detrimental to my life yeah. or messing up our situation, mm-hmm. yeah. then I'm with you. Okay. But if everything's fine yeah. Yeah. I'm, and we ain't missing no meals, yeah. Yeah, all the work's done. I'm mm. um, responsible adult, taking care of what I need to be taking care of. Yeah, I'm watching as much football as I want to watch. And if you don't like it, I don't know what you, I don't know right, what you can do. That's your stance, which is fine. Mm. But for another man, yeah, would you think it's, you know, it's good to I find don't like, some type I don't, of compromise? I don't like unreasonable things. So yeah. it's got to be within reason. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So again, if it is having an actual real life effect, yeah. on things yeah. then there's something you have to take into consideration yeah, like I ain't saying no football at all what I'm trying to say is imagine every weekend he's going to a game and you know some, some date nights maybe every time she, he comes home it's football 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 like he's choosing football over her ah babes let's, let's go out on Saturday ah sorry I've got a match oh I've got an away game so what I'm asking is should if he loves her is should he be willing to kind of fall back a bit and compromise Mm, sometimes I think the better the better thing would be finding someone that loves you for you, man. Maybe loves football as much as you or understands you or whatever. Because if you really love it like that and that's your passion, that's what you want to do. Why should you have to smaller piss off for anyone for? Like, yeah, but that's, that's that's a relationship, though. Yeah, but there's people there's people there's season ticket holders in relationships. Their partner obviously understand what football means to them. But do you reckon? They make do, sacrifices you reckon all around. do you reckon them season ticket holders never choose their misses over the game? Well, no. There'll be times when. Yeah. There'll be times when something more important than the game will come up. And yeah, it's going to have to be that. But on average, you, this is my story. I'm going to the game, baby. Like, you know, we'll make plans around, around the game. <laughs> you get know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, what's, 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 what's your thoughts on that? On the football side. So if a man was prioritizing football matches mm-hmm. um, over you and that your schedule with him was working around the football. Yeah. As opposed to vice versa. Mm. Yeah. I'll be honest. My schedule can't be working around football games. Yeah. However, I'm always I'm for the the um I'm for the idea that not idea I'm for the life that everyone should have their own interests in relationships. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. we will just make it work. So yeah. if like I'm going out with the girls, this is what like Saturdays at brunch on this time at this mm. time or I've got I don't know. Better example is Pilates. I do yeah. Pilates every Saturday morning. Yeah. This is when I do Pilates. We can't make plans at the time that I do Pilates. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Mm. So if I know that you got matches on these days, I'm not going to make plans. On those days. Actually, then technically I am kind of going around it. I think it's yeah, just... Yeah, you will go around it. You have to yeah, make sure to be present do. on the other days that you are free. Yeah. Make sure you're present in this relationship and we're doing yeah, things. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I shouldn't actually. have to stop. We'll compromise both ways. No, that's what I'm saying though. Compromise. I'm not saying stop completely. I'm saying... Make a compromise. But everybody's situation is different. Yeah. If the juice is worth the squeeze, you're gonna do it, innit? Yeah, so yeah. it depends on what you want to add. This what what's what's that what's at risk? How do you compromise though on something like that? Okay, for for example, go to less games. That's what I'm saying. Go to less games. Watch less games. You don't have to go to every single match. Oh, he's going to them. Yeah, going to them, watching them. You but can't go to every single match. Are you? Ugh. 
You better mm. be the coach. You better be earning for every match you're going to. So, for see, example, let's, say, let's just say prior to the relationship, every single game you was there. Okay, now, yeah, now yeah. you're in a relationship. Yeah, now you've got a partner. Can you go to every single game? That's the compromise. See, I don't no, know. No, this yeah. is a, I don't know if this is the kind of relationship I want to be in. What? Well, you're limited to go to different games. No, because I want to be able to flourish. I used to go to every single game. Okay, so now, I'm, now to... I met you. You're trying to take away. So now I'm less than. I, I, want, no, no, I, wanna, I want to meet you and be more than. First of all, like, don't not less me. than. First of all, you, okay, this is the scenario. You're going to every game means mm. you barely have any time to spend with your girlfriend. What are you doing with that? No, I don't. I don't think it means that. No, no, I'm telling you, this is what it means. Yeah, in this scenario, <laughs> this is, this, in this scenario, Max, this is what it means. Then she's got to start coming to the games. I'll be honest, but I, I would. I think yeah, I think part of the compromising is you not going to some games, yeah. and you and coming then certain to some. time, and then me coming to some. Okay, yeah. So that way we're spending time together, kind of thing. Yeah. But also then you maybe then you do the times that I have. Whatever it is that you spend, whatever when I have free time, whatever it is that you're usually doing, yeah. you would then have to make try and make free time there so you can, yeah. we can our free times can kind of collide. But I, I hope my man likes football. Though. I look forward to like making snacks with him and That's his crazy. friends and all that crap. Anyway, we digress. What's the equivalent for women and football? Brunches. All right, so <laughs> let's just say you were having one brunch a week. Yeah. And he comes in and he says, nah, 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 sorry. Reduce that to... Reduce it. Um, one every three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, if it's once a week, I mean. Okay, say for okay, say for example, yeah. So, I that's what to, football is. Yeah, so I plan to marry someone who who has a a job, right, and who works hard, blah blah. So during the week, yeah, we can't really spend time together because we're both working. Mm. So Saturdays, my usual Saturday routine is to go to brunch with my girls, right? I think I would, I wouldn't, I would just not go to brunch every Saturday. I w- I'm willing to compromise. I'm, I can't lie to you. Sorry. When it's cold, it's not me and my girls in my bed. It's me and my man in my bed. So I will I will compromise what I need to but do. I to ask for the work. equivalent. Yeah, it's basically, it's basically meeting up your friends. Like going out with no, friends. No, but do you <laughs> understand how men kind of uh, attach to football since they're young? It's it's part of their core being, right? Okay, Tribalism. so where's the equivalent of something that women are attached to? Yeah, like football. There isn't anything. That women are attached to. They ain't the got way, that. That's why women are. That's why women. That's why they're not team players. No. That's why that's they argue with each other. They don't know. No. About. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That that no. com- camaraderie. I hear you, I hear you. Like I girls don't get don't it. Hear, they don't I, care about nothing else more I than hear, themselves. I don't <laughs> hear. I don't hear nothing but some bullshit. That's what I hear. <laughs> because sorry, some the attachment. Shit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> The attachment to football is unhealthy. Women are healthier than men, so we have no. There's nothing in our lives. That we carry on ahead where you guys carry football. This is the way, this is why. We're not the problem, Crit- what, uh, nah. about critical thinking. This, not is why not, this is why we're better that, at problem that, solving. That attachment to football, I wouldn't trade it for the world. No matter how toxic, how bad it is. This is why you forever. don't know about problem solving. You've never been a two-man midfield and come up against a solid three. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm trying to say? There's no critical thinking. You don't know. <laughs> I can't even explain it to you. It sounds like I'm saying nonsense. Yeah. I tuned you out. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you said critical thinking, that triggered me and I tuned you out. I, I'm not listening to anyone who tells me my critical thinking is in the mud. Ask E-Man. I'm not listening to it. You never had to deal with inverted fullbacks. <laughs> inverted fullbacks. <laughs> is that football? Where do you oh, go? Really? Do you follow the runner? The high press. The high press. Bro, <laughs> there's so it's much insane. to life. Like, football is life. This is why we're... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yet you guys don't know how to push that onto other areas of your life and you guys are just down bad in other areas of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want to spend less time on football and actually put some time into areas of life that damn it, actually matters. Damn it, man. Oh, damn it, be, you're damn down it, bad. With that being said, I think our advice was, you was Esther was not to marry him. Yusuf yeah. was have a conversation. 
Yeah, find some type of compromise if you can, love. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think have a conversation to find out what yeah. policies he's really, really like passionate about. And if they don't align with you, then it's going to cause problems in the long run. Maybe don't do it if they're not that much of a big deal. We choose love, man. We move forward, man. That was it, man. Asking for a friend, man. Hope we helped. A little tangent we went on. Yeah, let's get into these headlines. Oh, it says, Army families suing Ministry of Defence told to drop case or get legal fees deducted from their wages. What? Army families suing the Ministry of Defence over the squalor of their living quarters are being issued with bullying ultimatums to drop the claims or face having their pay docked to cover the legal cost. Documents obtained by The Guardian suggest the threat of further financial pain amid a deepening cost of living crisis is being exploited by government lawyers to keep compensation cases out of court. Hundreds of military families are understood to be looking to, to legal redress at a time when the service why am I reading like this? With the service family accommodation system has been overwhelmed with complaints. The MOD has not been turning up to defend legal claims already lodged, made on the grounds that the government has failed to provide safe and well-maintained homes. Government lawyers have instead sent aggressive letters warning that unless the claims are discontinued, that the MOD will seek full cost in the event of subsequent judgment in their favour. The strategy has been deployed where the county court have given a default judgment in favour of military families in cases where the MLD have failed to defend the claim. In correspondence seen by the newspaper, a senior government lawyer wrote, the purpose of this letter is to make an open offer to you that if you that that if you will agree to the order granting um, judgment in default being set aside and that you will discontinue the claim by a process of consent order, the MLD will not seek its legal cost of, of this process. If, however, you do not agree to this, by the end of Wednesday, the 14th of September, 2022, we shall issue the application and seek full legal cross of the MOD. Oh, God, battery's dying. <laughs> we'll see what he does about that. We'll see. Uh, i get you a charger, just carry on. <laughs> ten minutes, man. I think I'm going to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> In a letter to the second claimant, the same government lawyer acting on acting for the Treasury solicitor wrote, if you will not agree and you will put us to the trouble and expense of contested application, we shall seek the MLD's legal costs, um, which I have little doubt can be recovered by deduction from your pay. Please respond no later than 4pm on Monday the 3rd of October. When approached, the lawyer behind the correspondence declined the comment. A spokesperson for the Ministry of Defence said, these cases relate to rented property outside the UK. We will not commit further on it due to ongoing legal proceedings. And our third and final headline, or second, but final headline, sorry. UK withdraws troops from Mali early due to political instability. Defence Minister James Heapy has said the UK is withdrawing troops from Mali earlier than planned due to the political instability in the country. Since 2020, around 300 British soldiers have been in the country as part of a UN mission to protect the local population from Islamist extremists. Mr. Heapy said two coups, two coups in Mali in the three years had undermined efforts. He also attacked the current Malian government for working with the Russian mercenary group Wagner. He told MPs, the Wagner group is linked to mass human rights abuses and the Malian government's partnership with the Wagner group is counterproductive to lasting stability and security in the region. 
The operation in Mali has been described as the most dangerous peacekeeping mission in the world and 288 UN soldiers have lost their lives there since 2013. While in the region, British troops have conducted long-range reconnaissance patrols against Islamic militant groups in the area such as Al-Qaeda and Islamic State. The UK is the latest country to pull its troops from Mali, with France formally ending its decade-long presence last week. French troops have been have been in Mali at the request of the government at the government. However, since seizing power in 2020, Mali's military rulers have fallen out with France and have instead and has instead turned to Russia to help in their fight against Islamic insurgents who are wrecking havoc across much of the country. That is the end of our headlines. Let's get into Esther's favorite part of the show. Let's do it. The reaction. Okay. I'm on 10%. Nah. Is it on low battery mode? No. Yeah, you're only making that. All right, let me get it then. <laughs> Brent's just shaking his head. He's just shaking his head. Hmm. He's got no moves for me, man. <laughs> Thank you, my love. Oh, dear. I kind of definitely thought you were going to be reading as I was doing that, but it's all right. Sorry, man. Men can't watch it us. Got to set the scene. How much football you guys watch? I'm. I you could. I'm. I'm it's weird because I'm good at multi. I'm good at multitasking in bigger things, if that makes sense. What that? What's the bigger thing? Like, watch football? like if I've got different projects on and stuff like that, I, okay, can, okay. I can I can multitask. But like in the like heat of the moment, like actually, no, mm. there's no multitasking. It's like one thing. Yeah, a lot of men are like you. The one who watch football a lot. <laughs> As you're working. <laughs> okay, so we've got one headline. It looks long. It's a big read. I don't, I'm just going to read it. I'll be honest, I was actually looking forward to this. Was you? Because I was seeing a lot of memes and I said, oh, I can't wait for the guys to get into this tomorrow. I don't really want to have a conversation about it. I mean, I know Yusuf and Brent are going to try and... <laughs> but anyway, Ronaldo's interview with Pierce Morgan is what everybody's talking about, what the whole world's talking about. So it's the only thing we're going to address today in reaction quickly. I'll Good. read this right up and then I'll let these men say whatever they want to say and I will react to it accordingly. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo has claimed the members of the Manchester United hierarchy doubted him when he said he could not attend pre-season because his daughter was ill in hospital. Ronaldo accused United of betraying him claiming the club tried to force him out and said he has no respect for manager Eric Ten Hag in the first clips released by Talk TV from a 90-minute interview with Piers Morgan. The Portugal captain also lashed out at former teammate Wayne Rooney and United's interim manager from last season, Ralph Ragnick, as he criticised the lack of progress at Old Trafford since, uh, since Sir Alex Ferguson retired. Ronaldo has joined up with Portugal squad for the World Cup and insisted his absolute focus is on the national team amid the Frora the Frora Frora how do I say the word again? Frora <coughs> I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong where? it's a Frora but I know what the word is but I'm saying Frora. it wrong Frora Frora over the interview on Perth Morgan I censored oh, Fury F- what? Fury Fury as in Fury 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 no Fury Fury okay let me let me put the pronunciation Okay. I don't know who you guys are. Fiori. Fiori. We're at Fiori. <laughs> what paragraph is that? It's like four down. What's the definition of this word? It's like, it's like Fury. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're saying the word. Fiori. 
Okay. Furory. Is, is it by definition Furory. the same? Okay. Furory. Furory. What must the word in this headphones? So it's basically how it's basically how it's spelled. Furory. Well, Iman using words I don't use too often. Ronaldo said on Twitter, total and absolute focus on the work of the national team. A united group towards a single objective to fulfill the dream of all Portuguese people. It is understood that United will take legal advice before deciding how to respond to Ronaldo, but will wait await the release of the full interview later this week before taking any decisions. Sky Sports News understands Ten Hag and the United players are extremely disappointed with the manner and timing of Ronaldo's interview. The club only found out about the interview as they were preparing to fly back from London on Sunday evening following their 2-0 win over Fulham, and they do not understand why he has said what he has said. They are hugely disappointed that he would disrespect the club, his manager and teammates in the way in this way. And United are likely to consider all their options now regarding the player. Any, any, any? Yeah, uh, well, that's it, yeah. First and foremost, right, I always thought that him going back to Man United was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, he is sullying his legacy to me, not... On the pitch, that's been cemented, but just he's just feeding into the narrative that he is petulant and arrogant and, you know, uh, has, what's, what's that thing? Main character syndrome, mm-hmm. everything's about him. Like, he's just feeding into that narrative, which is, you know, I think is true. Um, I think this is in bad taste. I think there's better ways to leave the club. Just tell them you want to leave. Like, terminate my contract. I want to go. I don't believe he had to do this to make his point that he wanted to leave always unhappy mm. I think it's kind of childish to be fair especially some of the things he's bringing up talking about the the facilities and the cook and the chef and the chefs was the same and all that stuff didn't really need to be said if you wanted to go just I'm not because I can't def- I can't defend nothing he's done yeah but can you not you see that that little bit can't you understand that because it will speak to the mindset the no, one that no, speaks to that mindset no, I can understand it but in my opinion none of this had to be said no, it did, none of it had to be yeah, said it didn't have to be done at all but what I'm trying to say is yeah from I've gone I've travelled the world I've won yeah. Ballon d'Ors I've won yeah. Champions Leagues I've won Leagues yeah. boom 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 yeah. I've left yeah, yeah and there is nothing that's yeah. changed so in I'm not, I'm not saying you need to say this yet, yeah. but I'm just speaking to the mindset no of I, the get, I, there, I get yeah. it he, in his head he's thinking nothing's changed obviously obviously the team's in the mud yeah like, cause because you've got the same jacuzzi. Because yeah, yeah, why yeah. else would it? What, what else would it be? Yeah. Nothing's changed since I left it. Yeah. You know where I've been. What's, you know what's happened. You yeah, know how much yeah. things have happened in the world. To be fair, that's I'm surprised that even infrastructure wise, nothing's changed since mm. he left. That's kind of I yeah, thought. You know, because they're, they're worried about the wrong a things. Club over like there. United, you would think they're gonna, you know, refurbishments. Develop no, they want to suck as much money technology. out of that place. They want to suck as much money out of that place as they can. Imagine, imagine leaving Man United. When what year did he leave? Two thousand and eight, nine. Could have been. Yeah. Going to Real Madrid and doing what you did in Real Madrid. Coming back, same chef, the same this, the same that. Like he probably wanted to come back to like new, fresh things. And I mean, well, it will just show them. It will just speak to a mindset yeah, yeah. that we're trying to advance. I'm we're surprised. trying to do different things. So I'm not saying because it might, like I say, it didn't need to be said yet, yeah. and it might not even necessarily make a difference. Yeah, but. I could understand why it would make a man disgruntled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to change things now. Huh? I'm pretty sure they're going to change things now. <laughs> I can see why it would make a man disgruntled because I would be there and yeah. if the think the team's not going well, things are going, yeah. things ain't going well on the pitch, rare, rare, like yeah. the recruitment's all over the place Yeah, and behind the scenes, everything's just still, like literally, it's literally like how it was when I left and I've been gone yeah. here 10 years. Yeah. In my mind, I'm saying this is a shit show. This is a sinking shit. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I fully agree with you. I just, I just feel like this whole thing is just a, it's a, 
it's a mess. This is not how he because this is he's at the end of his career. Isn't it? He's mm. probably gonna do a couple of years left MLS or whatever. But this is out and even the you know Ronaldo and Messi com, Messi comparisons in it. Like this is not. Do helping you with think that, that you debate. could listen to the full interview and come away from it thinking? Like if he gives you information that you wasn't privy to, some yeah. conversations, he yeah. his opinion about how he feels and stuff that's happened and whatnot. Yeah. Do you feel there's anything that he can say that could you can hear and then you and then you turn around and say, mm, you know what, fair play to him. No, no, everything's fair play right now. Without hearing the full interview, I I hear what he's saying. I'm just saying it didn't have to be said. It's not on fair the play at the moment. This is Morgan. This is bad timing. It's coward. No, it's cowardice. No, he's not going to see no, them. You're you know? forgetting what I'm saying. The thoughts that he's conveying is fine. Okay. He's having the fact that he's doing an interview with Piers Morgan is the problem. This is egregious. That's what I'm saying. That's egregious, isn't it? He can, he can have these thoughts. He can think this. He can speak to Ten Hag about it in private. The Glazers, what's it called? The Glazers? Yeah. Speak to them about it. Having a sit down interview with Piers Morgan, the king of salacious shit, is mad, no? Man's doing a tell all. Yeah, a tell all, basically. While he's yeah. still at the club. That's what I'm saying. Go, go, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's egregious. It's because yucky. if it's happened to Arsenal, I thought if, if Abamyang, for example, done this, Sat down with Piers to talk about his discrepancies or with Arteta. I'd be like, nigga, come on, man. Yeah, he should hopefully he never you know keeps I mean? the ball for us again. So yeah, he's he's got did you see the exchange between him and um Fernandez? Yeah. Yeah. I respect it. Gave him the He tried cold to, he tried to cold shoulder him. He tried to, but and Ronaldo, Ronaldo wouldn't let him. Ronaldo's like, had his hand out and said, Killy. And he gave him the And then he shook it and then turned his back on him straight away. He shook him and gave him a little 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 pat. Yeah, and that was one of them, you know you're taking the piss, but yeah. Him, right? He's like, don't worry, man. We won't talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, well. yeah, you get me? Yeah. Rude. But it's going to affect the team. The team looks like they're working together. They're building. Yeah. They're moving. Like, finally, after yeah. all these years, yeah. there's something tangible there to work towards. Yeah. These are all in the same place. And you're over there doing your diva shit. Yeah. Plus, you're Ronaldo. Yeah. So, you're like, you making a scene is different yeah. to anybody. This is the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. scene that could be yeah. made. And you've been doing it from before you done the tell all. When yeah. he refused to come off at, um, at Old Trafford for the Spurs game, mm. he didn't just refuse to come off. He walked down the chain, down the touchline, like he waited outside the tunnel, yeah. turned round so you, everyone could see him and yeah. stuff, and then left. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That? He warmed up around 6,000 times. I was right there on the touchline. Why would he warm up so much? Because he's just trying to like, just make a scene. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That? He's selfish. Yeah, and this 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 is culminated to this, and this is like like you're saying he's within reason to feel however yeah. he feels and think how he thinks. I just don't say it in this way. He's done it wrong. Cause I, I look when people throw the numbers at you, yeah, yeah, it's like all right, cool. Look, yeah, he scored. He scored. He was our top scorer last year. Yeah, twenty four goals. It was a good return in a bad team. Yeah, but besides that, he got six Champions League goals. He mm. got eighteen in the league. Yeah, outscored Salah and Kane. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. So when we talk about this decline and that he's finished, that he's finished and all this stuff, that's what he done just last year. Yeah. This year's come, he's hardly played. So you get me? Granted, opinion, he's only scored one in the, in, in yeah. Europa, but I don't think his head's there. I don't think he even wants to be there. No, no. obviously, you guys not being in Champions League is the reason why he doesn't want to be there, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm saying so that... Once, once that was cemented, he's like, you know what, get me out of here. Because apparently he wants to further his Champions League gold record, one on one one Hence why he was looking for a club... Who were in the CL for him to go to? Yeah, but to, no it? one wouldn't take him. I know, and that's what's selling his legacy even more. I follow a lot of, you know, Fabrizio, all them guys, right? And it's like, I'm seeing all the clubs that are like, remember I said before, whenever there's a link to a club, the president will come out and say, no, we're not interested in Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kept happening with, who was it? PSG, happened with Napoli, happened with bare others. And all this is to me is tainting his, his legacy, man. Um, so as a Man United fan, why do you think Ten Hag hasn't put him into the team? Is it, is it his mobility? Is it 
What is it? Yeah, I think it's um he doesn't pr- he doesn't press yeah. he, do- he doesn't press yeah and he's not as good a footballer as you would want. He doesn't bring people into he doesn't the game. bring people into the game. Yeah, and Ten Hag's system looks like he wants a nine. Yeah, who can press, lead yeah. the line, yeah. bring people in. Yeah. That's why the team looks totally different with Martial. Yeah, it's not that to say Martial's so much better than Ronaldo or yeah. any of these things. It's nothing to do with that. It's yeah. just different strokes, different folks kind of yeah. thing. The team look totally different yeah. when he's up there. You got what I'm trying to say? So the mode of player Cristiano yeah. is yeah. ain't working for us. And the pro- and the problem is why no one ain't took him. It's not going to work for most modern teams. Yeah. Maybe you can go Bayern. That's because it's Bundesliga. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, maybe you could go Bayern. But any of these other top teams like pushing for stuff and going for stuff, yeah. you know, but it doesn't work. Is, is he failing to accept that at this stage of his career, he has to come off the bench? Yeah. Kind of like what you know, a lot of NBA players go through. Westbrook and them, man. Westbrook, Carmelo, like this is the He's time. He's on the Carmelo thing. Carmelo thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's a Carmelo this thing. This is your time now. You're off the bench, big man. You're not a starter for us no more, innit? That's what he's failing to understand. He will sit out for a while, like just like Carmelo as well. Carmelo, took, it took enough long for him to get right, a job, he, you know. And the funny thing is, Carmelo was doing what he was doing. He was on a press tour. He wasn't a press tour to get back in the NBA. He wasn't doing this particularly because he wasn't on a team. Yeah, but yeah, he was yeah. like, come on, man. Like, sign me. I'm still out here. I can still shoot, whatever, whatever. So he's basically doing that, but he's going, to, going the wrong way about it. Clubs are not going to want to pick him up now. Yeah, I don't know who takes him. I saw a rumor that PSG are interested, but I don't know. It might be, it might be false. I don't know. Um, Just I, I heard Pierce saying that when he asked him about where he would go and what he's going to do, he said he said something that would shock that that user will probably be surprised and shock. That. No, so it is. He, apparently, Pierce is saying that there's going to be a lot of jaw dropping moments in this interview. You know what it is? He's still big bucks. He's still big bucks. So mm. imagine just for the sheer spectacle of it. Yeah, him at PSG with Messi. Neymar and Mbappe. Money-wise, why would PSG... If he can agree to a certain type of role, yeah, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you do it? Money-wise, just for the sheer spectacle of it. Messi and Ronaldo on the same team. There's too many egos over there in that place. With Mbappe getting all that you know money I mean? and him not even being happy about Neymar and Messi, you don't add Ronaldo to that mix and think it works. I don't think none of them will be happy about that either. Like, I could understand if they could financially, if they could get it done, yeah. why PSG would be involved. But yeah. Again, I think a lot of pushback from them. And players. plus, it's a I league that they don't. Could, it's a league he could probably play in. Yeah, but that's too much. Ronaldo, no, Neymar, Mbappe, and, and and Messi. Yeah, but look at look at the um, old Real Madrid team, man. Beckham, Figo, Zidane, Ronaldo, Beckham. It was Carlos. It was insane. This is Galacticos part two. Mm. I mean, I don't know where he goes. He should have went to Saudi for the. They offered him like three hundred fifty million pounds over two yeah, seasons. But <laughs> his ego won't allow him to go and play in Saudi. He should have just gone. But... He he thinks he's still. You know, prime Ronaldo. Yeah, well, I have the only argument that I will make is he's not what he he's not what he was or what he is. But yeah. when man talk about this drop off and this that and rah, 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 rah. no, but, no, but I there, think is, there, to, there like, is a drop off. Where one there is a little bit, but it's where not one as season as you probably think it where is. one season removed, he done that last year in a bad United team. Like, but would you say that last year's team was kind of built around him to where it favors his his. No, I, mean, I wouldn't even say it was built around him. The team was 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 performing better before he got there, so it definitely weren't built around built around him. We added him and Varane. How come, how come he was able to Just get them goals? Flourish in that system. Man. Well, we flourished. We didn't even make Champs League. You talk about flourish. We didn't make Champs League. We didn't win no, anything. Not team he got, he got no, goals individually. He flourished, right? You said he was a top scorer. He was. That. He was playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's because he, but he's not playing. I know. That's why then he's not started any game. So you can make the argument that he's played six goals in six games in Europa and only scored one. Mm. But I'm saying 
I know he's a professional, but yeah. I'm saying I don't think he wants to be there. No, he doesn't want to be there. Exactly. So his head's not in the game. That's yeah, why he's only scored yeah, one. Yeah. He's not playing to his, yeah. to his no. best ability. When you lot didn't qualify for the Champions League, that was it for him. He waited up from then. I'm over this. You know what I mean? But the interview court, it comes out, uh, I think there's two parts, when, tomorrow and Thursday, innit? So yeah. once we hear the full thing, we can come back and we can dissect it a bit I more. think the papers have got it because when I was reading, I didn't get into the stories, but the papers had bare different headlines this morning about things that were said. And What's what, making what, me what, laugh what. is because we're getting bare little um, tidbits, people are making up fake quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bare yeah. them about Sancho going around, about him saying, ah, oh, let's, let's go and get a mixed grill, G, or whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when he's... When no, he the was, funny one is that he said he came into the training and he was wearing D-square jeans <laughs> and Sancho was like, Go get yourself some of Mary's, broke boy. <laughs> I, go, oh, I was I was embarrassed and disgusted. Ah, oh. internet stays winning, man. It's always going to be undefeated, man. Ronaldo's a piece of shit. We'll get into it more when um when the drop drops. You get me? But let's get into our last segment. Done out here. Yeah, we're really gonna have to find a system. Do you know what? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it for tomorrow. Why? What's what's it? What's the issue? Because it, it rubs him off. He's done a um, research. It doesn't. I did. Oh, you haven't. Uh... I did suggest you use Wood and Road, but I don't know what you were doing during that time. He was getting involved in how he loves Glee. Oh, okay. And you were questioning him about his love for Glee. Well, I did. Oh, as in the order of things doesn't allow you to do what you normally do. No, because you know you to should... read up on your stuff before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he's doing the, he's leading and everything. Then it comes out very quickly. And yeah, me, 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 me and Esther can do some leading. Yeah. Hmm? Me and Esther can do some leading. Why are you... Tomorrow, isn't You it? do your research. Yeah, actually, yeah, switch it up. Keep okay. the people on the toes. You know what he could do? Is to just... Do it, do it before the show. Amen. There's that. <laughs> but we've had that conversation. Amen. Many times. No, Brent is only you. No, Brent will actually be there to forever keep you humble. <laughs> No, no, obviously that would be the the That's easy option. I do. Understand <laughs> how hilarious your no, life is. But Brent will always be there to remind you because because uh, sometimes we pander, we pander to you, and we allow you to have your moment. And Brent's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not on my, not on my watch. Worst thing is they're doing half the work for you. As it is, they're, they're putting all the things in yeah, there. Yeah, don't put the secrets out. <laughs> <laughs> it's only getting worse. No, 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 no that, that, that's already been spoke about on there. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, we have, we have, we're ready. It's encouraging, Brent. Sorry, man. I'm a special case. Um, trigger warning. There's a lot of death here. This That's might be. Hmm? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, because I just I don't know. Sometimes I just want to um, call out stupidity. I don't know. Sometimes I read things, mm. and then they just make me feel a certain way. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, you get me. It's like all these all, all these weird stories yeah. that that we go through. This one's about death. So today's recipient of Donut Hair will be a young 23-year-old male by the name of Ryan Selby. Now, he was sentenced to over seven years and given an eight-year driving ban for being on the incident in the road for um, killing a man. So he hit a man and killed a father of three. You get me? So he got jailed. But when I was just looking into the details about how it happened, yeah, and it reminded me of um you said you got flashed doing that at 23 and a 20 or something like that. 24 and a 20. Yeah, okay, cool. So sad. Mm. This guy was doing 113 oh, miles wow. per hour in a 40 mile per hour zone. Like, Damn. I'm saying, yeah, 
I could speed with the best of them, yeah. Mm. I don't even think I touch one thirteen when I'm on the motorway. Maybe at night time. Like, mm. like if I'm there's limits to where I get to. If I'm if like if I'm in a real rush, I think I might go hundred. Yeah. Or something like that. Like you yeah. get what I'm trying to say? Like, oh yeah. anything over that just always just seems excessive. Yeah. Let me just do what Iman does. Entertainment, guys. Okay, yeah. So hundred and thirty and forty is that's 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 ludicrous. It's just unnecessary, isn't it? That's that's, that's beyond unnecessary. Yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Like, that's dangerous. What? That's no, like this ain't fast and furious. Like what are you doing? That's, that's um. That's a. You need a check. You know how fast you need you're a going. Mental check. And what that, the roads must have been clear then because that's yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It must have been like what, what time of the day was Bro, it? Bro, I don't know what time it's it was. I'm trying to think. Bro, he hit a man, yeah. Crap. Man. At that speed. Yeah. He didn't even. He didn't even like hit the that's, brakes. That's, like he didn't oh. even get a chance. He was going so fast. That man died before he hit him. Yeah. Listen, he was going so fast okay. that he just had to like keep it moving. Like if that makes sense. Like he didn't he didn't break. Yeah. He didn't itch. He couldn't stop. He was just cutting through. Damn man. Like. And this is this is this is honestly it's just it's it's just reckless driving. So like I said, because because I thought about you getting in trouble, yeah, for like going four miles yeah. per hour. But you know what's mad though, yeah. During that speed awareness course, I was made aware of what those little differences in mileage they make. Yeah, right. So you, you might be thinking, ah, oh, what's the big difference between twenty miles an hour and twenty one miles an hour? But in regards to stopping time, the distance and impact, and, it makes mm, a big difference in it. Mm, so yeah. the guy, the instructor, was giving us the breakdown to how it different and it's it so that that's what I said the guy died before he hit him mm. because I was made privy to the difference the difference in impact between 20 miles an hour and 25 mm. is vast yeah right so imagine being hit at 130 miles an hour that's crazy that's yeah. you know how crazy that well. is I just think we need to be better, man. This is so this is so irresponsible. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and it's not even a fact of like speeding and stuff like that. I'm trying to sit here with high and mighty saying that man don't do it. But to be doing 130. No, you can see you can see high and mighty on that one. Oh, is it? Yeah. 113 miles no, an hour in a 40 mile zone. In a 40 that's, zone. You can sit high and mighty. I don't think you've ever done anything like that before, have you? No. Why okay. would I buy the why on earth would I be doing that? I'd have to be getting chased by the police or something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like not even like a 50 and a 40 or Yeah, 60. like a hundred and nineteen in a forty. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, yeah. Like I said, sometimes I'll be going through the stories. I'm not sure what makes me say what I'm gonna pick, but then sometimes I hear something and I think, oh. like you know, I really hate unnecessary things. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say, like, and this level of speed they was going to, yeah, was unnecessary. Like, I don't understand when you kill someone by way of car. It's not seen as murder or nothing like that. You get what I'm trying to say? That's why he hasn't got a life sentence. He's only got seven years, yeah? But if you're doing... If you're driving so fast, yeah? Mm. Like, doing over three times the speed limit, yeah? yeah. And you hit something... you got no... you got no care about... Human any, life. About human life or anybody's well-being. Yeah. And if someone dies as a result of your actions, yeah? yeah that might as well be... That might as well be, like, murder. Like, no? I've, I'm with you, you know? I think I'm with you, man. Like, there's, there's accidents and there's accidents. So if you was doing 60 in the yeah. 40 and yeah. someone died, then yeah. it's like, uh, they, all right, you, you're three times yeah. the, the, the legal I, I, limit I what think, they're telling you to do for yeah, that area. I think you measure it on the speed you're going in it. Like you, you, again, like you're not thinking about other people. Your disregard for life, disregard, public yeah, safety, yeah, yeah. your own safety. Yeah. Like that's you why you didn't, should have no, honestly, that's why you should have no life. He didn't, like he didn't care about he didn't, he didn't care, care about, about a anything. soul yeah. about Not nothing a damn in the world thing. and he must have been doing that in a rural area yeah well, yeah. residential you know it mean? had 40, to be residential yeah. for a man to be yeah. there were school kids there for a man to be walking yeah. in the road because it weren't a dual carriageway yeah. you know what I'm trying to say like, yeah. was it during the day I'm guessing so because I think I've noticed something about 
it says in an area with schools and that. I don't know yeah. what time it was. Sorry, no, people. It's insane. Now he had no regard. For, this is people that need to be under the jail. Sorry, the is, you have been no hit, regard. I've, for I've been hit by a car before. I was thirteen, innit? Really? Yeah. So I can kind of, I can kind of empathize with it. I was hit by a car. Luckily, I'm still alive. But I was hit. I was hit by a car. I was, I was thirteen years it's old. The big hit. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Damn. You break yeah. anything? Um, I didn't break anything. I've got. I have. I had some injuries. I had some injuries. I won't disclose, but I had some injuries. <laughs> I won't disclose. I had some Sorry. injuries. Um, I was out of school for a bit. Oh really? Yeah, I couldn't. I was. I feared. I, I feared I wouldn't be able to walk again. Yes. Properly. Is it serious? I used to wake up at night time, and walk up and down my corridor, holding on to the oh. the the landing we thing and the and the radiator, just trying to get my. Oh, wow, get we was playing back. outside my house, and we was Damn, running across man. the road. I can't remember what we was running to, but we was running across the road outside the house, and then mm. like something happened, and my brother went to go and run. And then the car just came, boom, licked yeah. him by mad first day of the summer holidays. He went in hospital and he stayed in there yeah. the whole the whole holidays. He was blowing, put a pin for his leg. No, he was up, he was down bad. My brother walks with a limp now still because really, yeah, because 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 of his leg. You get me? Like that's that scar there. Yeah, that's that. that's that's from the accident. The one I have in my eyebrow. That everyone thinks I've. I went and got my eyebrow slit. You did a, you did a no, young. No. They even told me they said you're lucky because Cuts in your eyebrow. They said, they said if that was any lower, you lost. Yeah, you, I, I lost my eye. Crap. Yeah. But the thing is, I was with my sisters, innit? But I was annoyed with them, so they, I told them to just go. They made me laugh. Ahead. <laughs> Please, serious. They, they, they got home. My mom's like, "Oh, where's your brother? Oh, he's he's just behind us." Because okay. in their mind, I'm just walking behind them. Oh, maybe you, a few. You've been hit. I was hit. They had no idea. So. The next knock on the door was the police. How did the police know where you live? And then my mum, they asked me after I, I gained oh. consciousness. <laughs> oh, did you get, was you unconscious? Big man. I woke up, yeah. I looked up. What's his bare people around me? I was like, what the fuck happened? You know, when they say like, you just see a light. Mm. So all I remember is walking across the roads. Then I remember waking up no, on the floor. You but as I, as I got older, I started to remember little things. In, like I remember the car was red. I remember like the glance, the look, but literally, I remember, I remember waking up thinking, "Is this happening? Is this?" It was felt so surreal because imagine you're just you're walking. Like the last thing you remember is walking. The next minute, you're on the floor, you're bleeding. There's bare adults around you. Don't worry, the ambulance are coming. Da, 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 da. I was in shock. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know what I mean, it was mad. Yeah. Damn. See, it's dangerous. It could happen to anybody. And if he yeah. was going 130 miles per hour, you if would he, be here now. Listen, if he was going 130 miles an hour, I'd be I'll be dead. As a donor, I'll be dead at 13. Life gone. Mm? I'm just saying, saying as a, a donor. Yes, as a donor. <laughs> no, we got what dead meant. We, we got it. That's why wow, that's sad. Yeah, no, it is. So, Ryan Selby, man. The donor here, man. Young, 23. He can be able to drive. shouldn't be able to drive. You should, ever you should again. get a lifetime ban. Back you eight, lost your privileges forever. That's not enough. You should, you should never be allowed to drive that ever horrible, again. man. But yeah. He's done it, here, man. That's it, man. I just wanted to highlight his stupidity. You get me? Let's get into these actuals, Brent. Behind the scenes of things they shouldn't be seeing. Right, what do you do? I put my face up when you guys are talking about reaction. I was on my phone. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't do that. Somebody I was doing asked, research. Somebody asked if it is that you were still in. I just sorry, I didn't I never knew you to be the kind of man who just does things people ask. No, I I don't. So why oh, did you do it? Why did you do that, Brent? I thought it would be funny. <laughs> no, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday they was 
begging him to put your face on the camera and he didn't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. When, okay. Um, when Bolivia called up. Hugo. No, you said did not want to see my face. Trust no me. boss. Yeah. But you said did not want to see my was, face. Begging that, please. Dying <laughs> for it. Yeah, but okay, done... fair enough, Ben. It's life is all about balance. Yeah, you done the right thing. You didn't do it because you was you was over that call before. Mate, like... as soon as I heard, come on, you guys. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that struggle voice, boy. I said, yeah, man. That struggle. This is so. For me. <laughs> for me. And I've got asthma, so he triggers my asthma. <laughs> for me, he's like, I just woke up. I'm like, why are you waking up, Santa? You up the mountain? He keeps keep saying like, oh, that we talk about zombie topics. Move, man. Because uh, you guys talk about the zombie topics again. He wants he wants us to do conspiracy I th- theories. I think every yeah, day. he thinks when he as soon as he steps into the live, he he can just call in and just have at it. Speak about anything that is on yeah. his mind. No, sir. We work hard. I think he caught the show once by accident and heard us doing like some conspiracy yeah. theory. No, he, he was said, like, he oh, said, this is my shit. I think Brent asked him, how did you find the show? Yeah, he said by accident. He just find by accident. Yeah, so now he's looking for conspiracy theories every day. And the thing is, what is that Brent enabled him? Because the next day he messaged, he was like, okay, I'm here. When should I call in? Brent said in 23 minutes. <laughs> That's a retro, call in. <laughs> he said I was doing the outro. <laughs> Oh, is that what that meant? Oh, I didn't get what that meant. So then the, when he came back the day after that, he was like, oh, what? Let me guess. 23 minutes again. I said, whose man's is this, man? Get him off the... <laughs> oh, anyway, you're so lucky it's not me. Right? <laughs> YouTube. I don't think he likes me. I wonder why, Brent. Yeah, he's, he's a, <laughs> to the man. Yeah, I'm playing. Just, just nah, the guy's jokes, man. Has he joined the community? He has, but he does. He's not going to post. Oh, did he? Oh. Him, <laughs> and his, him and his dog. What is his dog's name? Stanley or something? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that that's the name that you mentioned, and you're like, oh, not Stanley. Charlie. And Charlie it was Chad. It was Charlie. Chad. Chad. What do you call your dog, Chad? That's mm. a Brent. human name. What? I like dogs with human that's names. So what people do? Chad. They yeah, call that. They call their, their dog Emily, Come and their daughter's Chad. called Emily too. What are you talking about? Emily. Dog, I think dogs with human names are lit. If, if you met someone, their <laughs> dog same name as you. How, how do you feel? I ain't no bitch. I don't care. I said, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> it's like, there, ain't Esther, it? me Esther. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that's what people do. That's what white people do. They literally call their, their dogs the same name, like Jade. What are you talking about? That's a human name. I'm name Nigeria, dog- boy. Mugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are the names in Nigeria? Like oh, Blessing, like, um, Grace. Bingo. What for dogs? Uh, bingo. Bingo. <laughs> or Bones. Bones. Bingo. No, there's a hell of dogs in Nigeria called Bingo. There's got to be a... It's got to be a dog name. It's like... Rufus. We're not calling them like Femi or something. A dog dummy. That's wild, man. That'd be cool. My dog might get a dog. I'm not going to lie. That kind of suits a dog. Kwame is a dog as well, isn't it? Don't you think? Dog Kwame. Yeah, it's playful. Kwame. Kwame doesn't suit a dog. Dummy does to me. I don't know why. Yeah, because it's like a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Ola. Ola. I do. Yeah, I think you should give. I think I'm advocate of giving pets human names, though. Yeah, I'm not. It's better than nicknames. Man calling his dog Rambo and all that. Like, I like that, man. Right, man. My um, when growing up, my great grandma's dog was called Terror. See, that's that's a sick name. Yeah, yeah I hate that's a nickname. That's a my bad, brother's called Terror. That's a bad boy name. Yeah, my brother's called Terror. He's a bad no, boy. not Terror. Oh, what? Terror. As in T E R R A. I never, I never had to write it down. Oh, oh what, like Terror. I think you meant terror. like like Terror Squad. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't think so, actually. I don't know. Yeah, but either way, it sounds like think, terror. I think you got it wrong. Terror. I think it was terror this it whole time. It might have been terror. I don't, I didn't, I like, don't like terrorists. animals, so I didn't pay attention yeah, to it. Yeah, like terrorists. Yeah. Ah. You terrorise ah. me. That's lived up to the name, boy. 
Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not for pets. I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't date a guy who's got pets. I'm not. I'm not a pet person at all. Get animals away from me. I would lock up a relationship over a pet. I'd get a dog, but I need a garden. I'm surprised you don't have a dog now. What in my yard? Dog in my house? You just seem like a dog, a dog person. No. I thought you were too clean for that. No, dog in my house. I can imagine you like kissing it and stuff. Ew. No, you couldn't. How can you tell someone about the imagination? No, you couldn't. You couldn't. You're just trying shit. <laughs> no, you couldn't. When, <laughs> when, when Mark's clock <laughs> starts, <laughs> Yusuf is no, just trying to throw him out. You're like, I don't care. Don't be silly. No, I couldn't. Oh my gosh, nah. People that actually kiss their dogs in the, mm. in the mouth. Yeah, that's and they kiss humans with that mouth. And then you know what people say? A dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth. Your mouth, maybe. Yeah. Why, where do they get that from? I don't know where they got that from. Because I don't like, be out here looking. I think it's the amount of germs on the tongue or something like that. Yeah, but dogs literally. But dogs lick be licking us. the floor and stuff. Yeah. Like they'll be literally licking the floor. Yeah, but man, probably we've got like natural bacteria and thing. And I don't know what the mice behind it, but I I'm like all the natural bacteria. I'm just not gonna have it. <laughs> <laughs> I like all, give me all of it. I'm not having Ooh, the dogs sorry. bacteria. Randomly, like yeah. Randomly, <laughs> I saw Sadiq Khan yesterday. <laughs> So well, like you met him or you just saw him? No, he was like I was here. He was there on the on the on the DLR. Is it? Yeah. Why do you? He should have gone to go to the A. It was it was him, two white women, and what looked like his security because he stood off him. Okay, big yeah, yeah. diesel guy. At first, he wasn't. He was, he was blocking my way to the DLR. I'm thinking, who's this guy? Me, man, me. man. So I looked. I looked at him and I looked. I thought, oh, I said he can't. And then the two black guys were kind of excited. There's some other two black guys who were in the carriage. Yeah. In carriage, were excited too. And then when he got off, they saw him and they ran with their phones. They ran around to get, and then I've never seen so much, so much blatant filming in my life. They were like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> they just ran off. Ew. Is he still the mayor? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Why don't you ask him why I'm going for congestion in that? I don't want to bother the man, and I don't care. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was random, man. That's so random. Yeah, it was just, it was just there. I got but the it DLR. Was so random. It was just. Standing right there? Nah, man. If any of you don't meet politicians, man, you don't got to corral them up and talk about policies, man. That's what you got to do. It's their worst nightmare. You got to stop them, trap them, call them wherever they are and speak about policies. And I, f I think, if I'm not mistaken, when I stepped on the DLR, these two black boys were talking to him and I believe I called the end of the conversation. Mm -hmm. What it seemed like they were saying was that they mixed him up with Rishi Sunak. And he said something to the degree of, I think like, oh no, I'm better looking or oh, he's good looking too or something like that. And that's why I thought there's definitely like, a, oh, Rishi. Oh, no. Um, you see, this is why I can't be a um, out. I would have um, been like... Sadiq. I would have been not all Asians look alike, man. Yeah, it was definitely giving me that vibe when I called the end of the conversation. I would have been on Daily Mail the next day. Yeah, you can't... Yeah. Oh. I'm too paid for that. That's it, Rishi, you know. Yikes. He must have died inside. Yeah. <laughs> you short as well. <laughs> you short. A lot of people are They're short. They're both short. Rishi's life. short. The, yeah, Rishi's, Rishi's like five, five. Time. I can't believe that. He was with two white women. They were taller than him. Yikes. These two blonde, blonde women. You just like she, she's got Penny in there, man. But I bet you Penny's tall. She's, she seems like she's... Like she seems like stern. Yeah, she seems like she's great. Mm. She's pissed. When you see her yeah. sitting in the in the black... Because she, 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 she's not involved. I don't think she's part of the cabinet or nothing. When you see her sitting on, oh, yeah. in, in the PM question, it's she's sitting there. there. Yeah, she, she looks like I should she's be upset. the one standing there. Mm. Or at even like energy, man. closer. Remember, Corella's... Anytime the prime minister's talking, the Corella's there, you know? Mm. Like, there on his side. Like, there. <laughs> she's there. And I'm guessing it must go in ranking order oh, to yeah, wherever yeah, your job Penny's is. Penny's back. Yeah, Penny's on Penny's quay. <laughs> nah, she's, I think she's still on the front, but she's just further down. Yeah, like, she's not enough to notice. Yeah, you can't see her. Like, if you didn't know who Penny was, you wouldn't know who, who she was. Nah, I like Penny, man. Penny, <laughs> <laughs> Penny gives me big dick energy, and, I, and I, like, I like that in her. I like that in a woman. Sick. Anyway, we digress, man. This was us supposed to be saying goodbye. 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.